We're rolling. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 93 wow. of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. Rolling up on that 100. I know, yeah. yeah it's still don't know legit. what the hell we're going to do. <laughs> we got seven weeks to think about it. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are brought to you by Black Belt Digital Marketing. Anything you need to build your business, web design. Oh, look, I'm wearing the shirt today, hey. too. Google ads, graphic design. We can help. Check us out at Black Belt Digital Marketing on Instagram or our website, bbdigitalmarketing.com. Request a free online review of your entire presence, your entire online presence today. My name is Milton Campus. I'm a brown belt training out of South Florida. We got Bo behind the camera. Hey. What up, Bo? Michelle. Uh, Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> Michelle. 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 Hey, so let, let, this That's is the best. Name. Let's introduce it. Bro, so we got. They write an article and they jack my name. So up. We, it's got, a beautiful we got article, featured though. in the Sun Sentinel, the community section. Man motivates others with Jiu Jitsu Dummies he's, podcast. That, he's the man. So I'm so happy that they did the article. The guy, the 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 author of yeah. the article, I won't say his name. Um, he had just been getting off COVID, so I'm yeah. going to give him a little break. And he but stares at he's the like, sun he spelled his day. name is McQuell Lequer. Le- it's, it's Miguel Lequerica, and it was like Lequera. Yeah, McQuell Lequeria. <laughs> those are my hey, hey, bro, Those are my new pronouns. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was awesome. It was an honor. It was a good article. Check it out. Yep. yep. Uh, we've been posted on online. It was a good article, there, bro. So, yeah, it was. Uh, it was just an honor to be mentioned. Yes. <laughs> How, in whatever way they want to mention you, it's great. So, yeah. Riding shotgun, Miguel McQuell. McQuell to you, sir. McQuell Laquiria. And today in studio we have Will, Will William. Bill, he said Billy. Billy. Will, I, I'm going with Will yeah. Abreu. Okay, is yeah, that good? Oh, let's go with that. What, 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 what do people call Duke? What, what is Will? Just Will? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Will. Okay, so will. good. I will so try to Welcome, Will. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to read some shout outs, so hang tight. Sure. All right. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, share, click that subscribe button, beep, beep, click the little beep. bell on YouTube to get reminders. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, I wanted to mention also, right, we had Kurt Osiander on last week. Yeah. Uh, we put the GoFundMe. He, he flicked us off. At the end of the picture, right? Yeah. We put his GoFundMe in the uh, link tree. So if you go to any of our social media, you click on our link tree, it'll open up. And we put his uh, medical recovery fund. It says Kurt Osiander Medical Recovery Fund. We put it right there at the top. Please donate. He just got a hip replacement. He has another hip that has to be replaced. So let's support him. His sword stolen. We, yeah, he just got robbed. He got health issues, robbed, liver problems. You know, no, while he, he was in the hospital, somebody broke into his house and stole, like, not even like money or like stuff that's like, his ta- that's, like you know, his not stuff, not stuff, stuff that that's tangible to everybody, just to him. Yeah. Like personal shit. But that sucks. That's an evil human. That really is. We'll, evil human being. We're going to keep it up there for, we're going to keep it up there for a while. Let's help him out. It was a great interview. So yeah. we, we wanted him to do it for so long. We didn't realize that he was out of commission. I think he was in the hospital, and yeah. we, we were trying nice to get him to on. He wasn't we're like, oh, he's he not was answering any messages. He was messages. in the garage, bro. Like, that <laughs> That guy wasn't well, on a vacation. Check it out. Again, <laughs> visit fixed. us at, at uh, Jiu-Jitsu Dummies on Instagram is uh, kind of the most popular platform where people interact with us. Click on the link, and right there at the top, you'll see the uh, the GoFundMe. Yeah. So, um, Go fund that guy. Okay, a couple of quick uh, shout-outs. Thank you to our friends over at Flow & Roll. Hands down, the best custom gi and no-gi gear in the business. What up, Sean? Right here, you got a little flow and roll on. I right? do. I love it. Don't believe us. Visit them on Instagram at flow underscore n underscore mm-hmm. roll and check out all their custom designs. Uh, they work with academies throughout the country. 
They have a really cool pre-order program that we always talk about. Yep. A few hundred dollars down. You if put your geese for your students on his website and very little yeah. outlay for equipment for jujitsu, uh, excuse me, geese. No geek gear. Geese stuff. He'll design it, put it on his website. Patches, 25 geese, 25 yeah, patches. 25, 50, 75. He'll match the amount of uh, patches for free. Get them uh, and sewn on. put on for you. Yeah. Embroidered would be the professional. Real type. deal. He's a great guy. He's been with us almost pretty much from the beginning. And he's cool. He's just a cool Super dude. Super cool. Yeah. You'll find our podcast T there on his website as well. So mm-hmm. go check them out at flow underscore N underscore roll on yep. IG. Visit the website at flowandroll.com. You can also just email him at flowandroll at gmail. Dot com and you can get 20% off on their website just on the regular like if you're buying a t-shirt yeah. or you're buying a belt and gi you get 20% off with code JJD that yep. coupon code does not work if you're ordering you know yeah. bulk and, your, and if your you're gym. a kid and your parents don't let you use devices beg them until they do it <laughs> And you can't buy airplane or tickets Or just yet. buy it That's and just let my kids use. Go into your mom's purse <laughs> and grab her. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not advocating for crime. Just... You know, you got to break him. You got to break him. for oh, crime. Well, for Sean, yeah. He's a good guy. He deserves it. Man. Okay. And Kurt. And thank you to the BJJ Box for all their support. We should have a new box coming, too. We unboxed one a, a couple of episodes ago. good. I've been playing the, with those balls. Yeah, I'm sure. You got a lot, a lot of jokes today with that. Uh, no, I'm just... Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's for like, my hands. You like balls in your hands, right? Yeah. yeah. Is, is that what... Are you, are you on your knees? And you, you, well, what uh, I do is I'll cycle from here to soft. Okay. And then I'll... It's almost like I'm... It's almost like I'm juggling. I'm sorry, Tony, uh, that your shout out has gone this far south. <laughs> they are. Let me do this. They are Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box. Agreed. It's delivered to your door, filled with premium Jiu-Jitsu and grappling apparel. Mm-hmm. They got equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. Uh, find, they find the best products in the world of jujitsu and guarantee that every box will be worth more than the cost. And throw right? some of their stuff in there too. Yeah, we like got the towels our, legit, the shirt. We've got yeah, our keychain. Key it's yeah. going to be key in chain. one of the upcoming boxes. He just messaged me that he got our package. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so we should see it. And actually, nice. when we get our own yeah. box, we're going to get a keychain back. Right? As long as there's crime, <laughs> there will always be keys. So you will need a keychain. Uh, each box you know? has typically about four to seven items, usually on the higher end of that, right? Yeah. Uh, four to seven items. We know you're going to love them. Use coupon code JJD10 to get $10 off your first order. More cool stuff coming from them soon. Um, thank you to the crew over at Neutral Zone. Hey. Right? Uh, they launched their new Neutral Zone Clean products. We uh, Black Belt Digital Marketing helped them launch the website. This stuff's legit. Uh, NeutralZoneClean.com. Go check it out. And at NeutralZoneClean on Instagram and, and on Facebook as well. Too. It does smell well, you can. I bought an extra bottle today, so you can grab one of these bottles. Take that with you. All right, man. So that's for you. Gorilla's in the mist. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, just for just clarification, because everybody knows that they were, you know, they're also our CBD sponsor. The clean products do not have any CD, CBD in them. Nada. All right? There's, FBI it's, these are two completely approved. different companies. Do not smoke. FBI <laughs> could use it if they yeah. felt like it. So this is all about being clean on the mats, training, and your personal life. You know, if your wife is gardening around the house, cleaning the house, you know, she wants to do a little spray or use the wipes. We've got the refill. They have the big, yep. the big bucket for the gyms, right? You put and, a bucket, and self-defense. You just pull out on the top. And if they happen to, to get dry, that's what the refill is for. You can either refill these containers or you can wet the wipes. If, uh, if they get dry, maybe you go a long time between use. That rolls off the tongue nice. Yeah. Wet the yeah. wipes. Wet the wipes. All right. <laughs> uh, I, I always say I have a canister. I have one of the original uh, sample canister in my car. So I'm right, right down to the last few. I use it when I put gas in my car, if I'm shaking hands. Like whenever I get in the car and I know I've shaken hands or I'm like Something hands nasty. on the shopping cart, yeah. I, I just I get in the car. I do You're it. Like I just wipe down my steering wheel as well. Like Howie Manziel. 
level of clue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not that bad, though. It's good. Little paranoid. It. Little paranoid. <laughs> and it is, you can get 15% off with code. Uh, JJD, man. JJD. The, the OG not JJD, man. JJD. JJD. <laughs> we don't NeutralZoneClean.com. All right. Now, Neutral Zone CBD, again, two separate, you know, two arms of, of the same company. Uh, no matter if your aches and pains are coming from lifting weights at the gym, rolling on the mats, or just your daily grind of life, Neutral Zone has a product for you. Find your Neutral Zone by finding the best products for your pain wellness so you can continue your active lifestyle. Check them out at NeutralZoneCBD.com, and you're getting 25% off with code JJD. JJD. Same code for most of our he sponsors. He likes to test me on the, on the pro. <laughs> I have he's the promo fi- code. He's memorized. close to getting it right every time. He's close. Just yeah, kidding. Right. Um, that's it? Yeah. That's it. Let's get into it. Again, well, thank you for your Thank you for joining us and thank you for your patience, man. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, yeah. it. Thank you. Can't wait to use this. So, yeah. It's good. So let's start off with, I understand you guys wrestled and you, you get, beat his ass. I what think happened? that's what happened. <laughs> it's so only guys, I, I only did Greco in the summer, yeah. you know what I mean? I was a folk uh, style yeah, yeah. wrestler. So I'm what had happened, so what had happened? I'm used to takedowns. I like my, I like to touch legs. So yeah. anyway, well, we'll start with <laughs> wrestling. You have a wrestling background, right? You wrestle, how many years did you wrestle? I started late compared to most. Um, yeah. I started about 15, 16 years old. And you actually, we were talking before the show. There's a and you guys very, think you actually very high at, percentage that you actually wrestled against each other. Yeah, no, I we're remember. The same, we're the same you age. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, I remember. you were. You were up. How in could the... you forget this face? <laughs> I mean, look at this. Well, face. it's the ears, probably. <laughs> man. Because like a, the coincidence of the years, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously he confirmed he was at the tournament. He was the only dude that big. Yeah, and like, and from that school big. you said right? Yeah, from what that school. What school? Not fat. Killian. Killian? Killian, yeah, Manny yeah. Killian, yeah, yeah, go, go Cougars. I don't know, I don't know, Florida. Green and gold. Hey, hey, what do you say? <laughs> Those your shout-outs? Is that yeah. what they said? Let's go. So, who won the match? I, I did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. But I look, but, Duh. but I look good. I look you, good. You look good I, I look good. I was you intimidating until he yep. touched me. <laughs> and then he was like, "Oh, this dude doesn't know shit." <laughs> so let, let so you wrestled from what age? Oh, you said you got yeah, started late. Yeah, I started like at 15, 16. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was always heavy into fitness. Uh, lifting yeah. weights was just kind of a thing. You know, that's the era of like watching what Pumping Iron just came out yeah. or something. You know, yeah, it, was, yeah, wow. it was big. You know, Arnold, Arnold, and Sylvester were yeah. still on the screen. Yeah, Woolworth was around, so I'd be I'd steal the magazine. Was that Woolworth? Was Woolworth. Around. Oh, the yeah. store. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And wow. I steal the magazines out of there to follow the workout plans. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Oh, shit. Oh. I used to read we got him. Magazine. Officer, we got him. He's right here. 39. 39. Yeah. yeah. So the same age with him? Yeah, I'm 38, but I'm coming up. Yeah. <laughs> so is that your is that your first, Let's. I mean, wrestling officially, if you Google it, falls under martial arts. Is that your first martial art? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. Uh, at the time, my mother could never afford, like, you know. Bro, the, that's the, the same ta- reason why I did. Kondo or anything like that, you yeah. know. And I really got into it because... We thought it was like WWF wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I can't. I walked, another one. Yeah, they you got, got another one. That was the NWO, you know? We just yeah. came oh, out dude. of it. So, with the Hulk Hogan with the black beard? Yeah, and then I walked ah. in and I just, I did well with people having doubted me. Like, I walked in, the coach is like, who the hell is this crying little kid? And I was like, oh, I'm going to prove you wrong. And then yeah. that's it. Like, it just kind of happened. I wrestled in junior high. This is how unmotivated I was. I, I, li- I, I loved wrestling, actually. I started in seventh grade, wrestled in eighth. I wanted to be cool and play football, and it kind of overlapped. Yes, yes. So very much overlapped. So yeah. So I uh, I played football. I was scrawny. 
I suck. I should have stayed with wrestling. I soccer and wrestling were my sports, but I wrestled for a couple of years. And I still say, even though I sucked, I was bad. I use a lot of those. I remember stuff that I use then. Like I, I love doing cradles. Like who, there aren't a lot of people that do cradles. You're not taught cradles yeah, in jiu-jitsu. Them, yeah. Like I love cradles. I can, you know, cradle somebody roll over and people are like, where am I yeah. going? You know, I think differently. I, like, I, I just, oh, you know, I use, I use a lot of that wrestling <laughs> still, so it, 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 it comes in incredibly handy still. But I mean, I'm, you know, how many years did you wrestle? I wrestled all four years of high school, which yeah. is kind of weird, though. I mean, if you, I, I try to make it brief for you. I, me and the coach never got along. He never yeah. wrestled a day in his life. What? And yeah, it was weird. And they like, asked for teacher volunteer. Anybody want to volunteer to practically? Yeah. You no, know, and he did it for 25 years, though. He was oh, one shit. of the oldest coaches <laughs> around. So it's not like he never built champions. He okay, did, okay, but he was okay. real. He was just. We just we bumped heads all the time, and uh, but so right, I turn right, <laughs> turn right, turn right. You got to turn he's, right. He's coming for you. Me? I yeah. think so. Oh. You? <laughs> My phone doesn't. Are you yeah, here? Yeah, you're not here. Wait, Will's not here yet. <laughs> this is a hologram. Our thanks for liking and subscribing. Because here on Zoom. That's hilarious. I'm sorry. Nah, don't worry about it. Um, yeah, and then uh, I, I so I did I did mostly freestyle and Greco because okay. I didn't have to be on a high school team to do so. Yeah, you're so, right. That's summer league stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah me and him just get, didn't get along. So I spent my years skipping school around first, uh, around one o'clock. <laughs> yeah. To catch bus to other schools to wrestle, practice, mm-hmm. and then that's it. Like, yeah, about skip to, school to go wrestle. Yeah, that's awesome. I was like, I was I, like, I, I knew my grades weren't great, so I was like, I got to bump up my skills and try to get yeah. out of here somehow. My mom used school as daycare growing up. Yeah. Same. So like, <laughs> so like, I, my mom made me go to same. summer school every summer too. Because that's extra time that someone oh, being watched. Yes. Uh, and so, like, the wrestling was, like, perfect because it was even longer. So my yes. mom, like, loved it, you know, and yeah. uh, she didn't have to do anything. Yes. I think my parents definitely loved that after school. Like, we were, yeah, we were, I, I, students, I don't want to say required. We were probably required. We had to do a sport. Yeah, but so that's like, We were doing a sport bro, it, it, every season. It, it, and like, do you guys coach or anything? No. no. Like, it, it's crazy. Like, as a coach, like, that's the main complaint I get from parents. Saying, like, they do too much and need the rest. And, like, they want them to only do, like, two like, two days a week of, like, extra activity. I'm like, yeah. they're kids. They got energy. Yeah. They'll figure it out. Like, yeah. For me, it's like a driving <laughs> No, man. You know, like, you know, I grew up in the in the time where it was like, get out of the house, go outside and go play. Find <laughs> yeah. something to do. I don't care what you do. Go find something. Now it's like, stay in the house. You don't want to yeah. get kidnapped. You know, where are you? Go, you know, go watch TV, you know, yeah. right? I mean, nope. I mean, isn't that for real? Like, yeah. it's more well, like, stay close to the house. I'm super... Me, it was just like, listen, you know, when the lights come on, when the street lights came on, it was like, be home. Yes. And then my dad had that, like, on the weekends when he was, he had that whistle. Well, I think, I think a lot of people do that, are like that. That loud fucking yeah, whistle. Yeah, and that's yeah, like, yeah. that's my dad. I got to go home. Yeah. Was, yeah. My you know, dad did the same thing with the loud whistle. Too. Yeah. That's so weird. I'm glad yeah. I have a dad growing up. We look alike a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a single mom. That's how we started with this. What's that? That's mean? why school was watching me because yeah. I didn't have the dad to do the, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. It just, I, I, just, I, I just heard like a belt doing this. <laughs> and yeah. then that was the sound. Yeah, yeah. No, Is that man. my dad? Is that my dad? No, that's definitely hide and seek champ, 1984. <laughs> so, how useful, right? I mean, obviously, this is a, I, I mean, it's an obvious question, but it leads us into the conversation of how important is wrestling in your jiu-jitsu now how important not just your jiu-jitsu but in jiu-jitsu period um listen so tech okay okay my bad like so if i lose anybody please let me know there is the technical aspect and there's the tactical aspect okay technically jiu-jitsu is coming on par on getting the techniques done but the tactical approach is like so off the wind so like out the door like it's do like you just, mean? Do you mean like the, yeah, the, like the, the how people are learning it, or just how? like that? So, 
So, you know, in, in, the, in the eyes of a lot of jujitsu, majority, they look at wrestling as being like not having as many moves, not being as yeah. tactical. But that's not the thing. We, we bundle up our moves into, into categories. So a double leg is going to be anything where we're grabbing both legs. Where in mm -hmm. jujitsu, the aspect is like how many different arm bars are there? Yeah. You know, so we learn the mechanics to the point where like now it kind of minimizes the names. So it doesn't mm -hmm. seem like it's as much. So, you know, due, due to that, like, there's so many arm bars. The tactical part about it is much bigger in wrestling. And mm -hmm. that's just an aspect that's not carried over into the technique you're learning in jujitsu. I got you. Okay. Do, do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, like that. there are yeah. moves that you'll do towards the out of bounds line. There are moves that you'll do on the last minute. There are moves that you do in the beginning. And 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 then so, also opponent opponent uh uh like structure. Yes. Like if you're if you're like a because you could get a one seventy pounder that's six three in a string beam. Yes. You know, and you don't really. My coach would yell, "Get shoot on those legs, Bill! Yeah, but those big legs, those bigs. If they sprawl on you, yeah. you're getting pancakes yeah, just yeah. because of leverage. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you do a lot of studying in that, and it, so you'll you'll watch a gentleman, right? I'll look at him, and I'll be like, "All right, he's long and he, and he's lanky." But then, like, you start watching his stance prior. You know, like the, yeah. if if you're not going with him now, you watch prior. So you're watching all these details and, and across the locker room. Yeah, yeah. For at sure. some point, there's like a little. A little part in practice that you may have covered that or yeah. the coach is going to tell you because coaching is very important like yeah. in wrestling it's adamant that you have a coach in a corner in jujitsu they're like behind the rails at most of the time yeah so like they don't understand that aspect and that same coaching you're getting in a match you're getting it in practice mm -hmm. that so you, you learn how to literally listen to your specific coach in a crowd of like a thousand. Oh yeah, yeah yeah so you know that that plays a big factor which is what we're going over in my school where i'm like if i have you as a partner and i drill a technique if I, if it doesn't feel right, I need to analyze, is it not going right because I'm doing it correctly? Or it's not going right because his physical attributes yeah. don't fit the technique yeah. I'm doing. Find uh, another part. That's high-level jujitsu knowledge right there. Yeah. And, and that's the part that jujitsu like, does, doesn't crash the, the, the partner yeah. feedback loop is extremely important. Yes. Yeah. Extremely important. I, I tell them, talk to them. I, I tell them, talk to your partner, tell them you're not moving correctly for me. Stand right here, move like yeah. this. And it takes a while because, you know, they're kind of nervous to talk to each other. Like, because yeah. to them, they're like, how can I tell you what to do? In wrestling with your friend, though, it's like talk is shit. Always. Because, because like, but you, you tell them, you're giving them the feedback, but you know each other so well because you like the guy in your weight mm -hmm. class that you guys are always going for JV or varsity every single week, mm -hmm. you know, like that wasn't shit. That means like you did it wrong. Yes. He's yeah. like, that ain't going to work on me, man. Yeah. That means that and this body type, that ain't going to work. Yes. You know, yes. but it's like, it's so very detailed. I, I have a good question. I'm a brown belt. Sure. And I, I talk about this. I talk about these things all the time. So I kind of know the answer. I want to get your answer. So the other day, right, we got a lot of big boys at my, at my gym, his old gym, my gym. Um, we got a lot of big boys, mm -hmm. white belts. Mm hmm And like, tall dudes, big dudes. There's, there's one guy that I, that I, I rolled with the other day. Um, he swears that he's like 225. He's my height. He's like twice as big as me. And he's trying to so tell me 225. Delusional? I know he's not. I feel bad. <laughs> but he was like, he was like, I don't, he was over 300 pounds. He lost a lot of weight, but he's definitely lying about his weight. And uh -huh. He's just, he's my height and, and wider. So Sorry. we drill. He's, he's sloppy. He's sloppy. He's still like real big in the middle. Sloppy. You know, it just Damn doesn't though. have, he doesn't have his bearings really, really good now, but I believe that he wrestled. We do our, our training. He's like out of breath. I'm like had to teach him like how to bring his breath down because he was just like just in the drilling. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I, my my coach had taught me some like Lamaze breathing, like just breathe like the. I haven't heard that term. It's slow. It it helps me. I had a heart attack too, so I absolutely use it to bring my 
my my breathing and my heart rate down really quick. Mm-hmm. And it's something that my coach told me before I had the heart attack. It's something that he did. He was a big guy. He was like two sixty five. But anyway, so my my question really is: then we start drilling, then we start rolling, yeah. and this guy that was fucking dead tired attacks me like he's you know like bad out of hell. Yeah, like yeah. it's ADCC finals, and he's like I, like somebody's got a gun to his his kid's head yeah. if he doesn't beat me, and I'm like. I'm like kind of walked him through the drills, you know, yeah. teaching him about breathing. And I don't know him well enough yet. I don't roll with him enough to be like, to have that conversation. Hey dude, look, you really got to slow it down. I'm not his coach. How do you talk to your students about something like that? Like, cause I'm big, look, I didn't know where that was you're going to hurt me. I'm question. going to hurt you. I'm probably just going to submit you if you're going to do that, which I did. Yeah. But he went crazy. And then it's like trying to get this guy on his back was just like, he's just like all over the place. Try to tell him like, if you bring down your level, I'm going to bring down my level. I'm going to let you work. But again, I don't know him enough. What What's your advice to some, to somebody like me in that situation? How do I get my spazzy, very large white belt rolling partner to calm down without him feeling like, oh, what? Because you know I'm going to kick your ass. Like he doesn't have that whole humility yet. So this is the pro- this is the problem. You are because of that. You can actually be causing more more danger than than good by not saying something. Yeah. Because if he knows nothing now, yeah, he'll he'll he can pick up something tomorrow. He do, yeah. we're not talking about years from now. He can do something very like ego boosting tomorrow, and and and, and now, hurt now, yeah. Now you're screwed. Next time yeah. you guys are roll, there shouldn't be. I think to me, partners should have no issue with like, yeah. yo, my dude, like you need to stop that stupid shit. You know, I like, I, like, I, like, I, I mean, like, go on my you know, and there's, and there, and, but this this comes from the coach's standpoint of yeah, yeah, kind of introducing that world. So what I do, I you know, hey, calm down, relax. And if I see it's an issue, he doesn't go with that. He doesn't go with the person no more. I'll literally yeah. put him with now a higher belt or I put him yeah. in a three-person group. And then I give him a handicap. Like, we're not working this move. Like, I, yeah. I'll give you an okay. example. I like that. I, like I have that. one gentleman that enjoys leg locks. And every time he gets tired, he doesn't follow the rules that I gave him. Yeah. You know, because that's a panic. That lets me He's know. defaulting to the, to the yeah, leg yeah, lock because that's it's the easy panic out. zone. He's yeah. tired. He's panicked. He's a big dude, you know? And I get on him and I let him know, hey, what the hell are you doing? Like, stop yeah. panicking. Stop relaxing. But... It gives me more work to do, but that's my job as a coach. Yeah. I, so I, yeah. I'm I, when I know he's rolling, my yeah. eyes on him. Yeah. And I'm making sure I'm. You develop a good habit. Yeah, I'm yeah. usually <laughs> not shy about telling some, but I usually I have to know them a little bit. Like I don't know. So I he goes crazy. I submit him the first time. Mm-hmm. A little north south choke. Yeah. My, one of my favorites. Figure he'll calm down. He gets angry. Yeah. And he went harder. The second part of all six minute round. Know, he went I know, harder. I know how that goes. And I'm like. All right, that didn't work. So, I mean, he's going hard. Like, I'm getting hit. Like, coach isn't saying anything. I got it under control. I'm, I know when mm-hmm. I'm in real in the danger mm-hmm. zone. And then I just got him in, like, a real aggressive neon belly, that like, neon Oof. sternum. Mm-hmm. I just started going up to, like, his neck. And you, then, you, and then, you and you then the belt. him? I actually, who's the, there was, out, the guy's name was actually Ouch. Was it, was it Ouch? Ouch. That guy, remember Ouch. that? He used to do, like, neon sternum <laughs> yeah. on everybody. Like, and, like, knee, pull up on the lapels. Oh, gee, hard. Like, yeah. pants Ouch. and gee. His name, oh, his, I think it's Ouch. Oh. It, you know, he was Brazilian, Brazilian, right? Yeah. He was some Brazilian name. Ouch. Ouch. And, Actually, uh, the black belt that trains at your gym that sometimes he lives out. You know what I'm talking about? The guy who does the marble. His name is Ouch. Like, that's his last name. Oh, oh I don't know. Yeah, you, you, you something T. It ends in a T. That's why you pronounce it Oh, Ouch. you're talking about Demetrius. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't. No, that's not that. That's not who I'm talking about. I know about. that's okay. not who you're talking about, but it's the uh, same last name. But, it's a Brazilian. So name. anyway, so we do. So I did do that. Then I, I, but then, you know, now I've got a little, like, little, and I'm giving him a heavy neon belly. But he got so angry. 
if a couple more roles or a couple more times, I would be telling him like, Hey, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not shy to tell somebody I'm a high enough belt there that I could say, Hey, listen, you got to calm down. Cause one of us is going to get hurt. Well, it's mm-hmm. up to any person, I think. And, but I think your belt should matter. Yeah. But I mean, I, and, and the, you know, Felipe notices, you know, he, yeah. he, the coach does see it. But in that instance, he was going, so I'm like, how did this guy that was just breathe? I had to teach him how to breathe to, to get, it under his breathing under control. He just went freaking crazy. You, you, don't, you don't understand, uh, bro. I just see red. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you. Um. So back to kind of using wrestling as like the pivot point, right? We got captains. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not the coach. Like there'd be a coach, a head coach, an assistant coach, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Captains, like, and so in, in jujitsu, that's not really picked on. Like you don't say, "Yo, my captain." The mat enforcer. Yeah, but but oh, not even that. Like because we had those in wrestling, just yeah. like a person, like like. You, you're within your right to say something. Like you, yeah, you yeah. do, you're doing your best pleasure. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, when I see blue bills trying to say something, I'm just like, uh, no, just bring it to my attention or stop yeah. doing what you're doing and then call them to me. But the brown belts, I'm like, yeah. go ahead, man, because he, he he may be looking at you as being you're the you're the asshole. Yeah, you, probably. Like, you know what I, I mean? Submit, like the like way it, that I submitted him. Yeah, you yeah. know. But he so he doesn't see it. Like so to him, he's like, I'm in survival mode. Like and he doesn't know he's doing something wrong. He thinks that. I'm I'm just fighting. Yeah, yeah. You understand? And yeah. then, this is jujitsu. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. and then you're crunching him, and he's like, "Fuck, man, this yeah. guy's always a piece of shit." Like, yeah, yeah. He he might be looking at me like I'm the dick, but I'm actually yeah. I really am. Like I'm totally of the mindset now. At as as long as I've been training, I'm at the mindset of kind of like what George Piro said. I'm gonna fight just a little bit above what you're giving me. I'm gonna fight you just a little bit above the level. I mean, mm-hmm. that's how he was giving me so much mm-hmm. that I had to like elevate. It was like a like a street sure. fight. Yeah. But you know, it's a white belt. He's, I, I, I know. Again, if I rolled with him again next time, then I'd be like, "Hey, bro, let's take it a little easy." Last time, you, you know, you try to take my head off. He may, you're right though. I, I kind of don't always look at it from the other side. He may be looking at me, going, "I got to go hard because this guy's always fucking gonna, being an always asshole. He's gonna give me that neon belly yeah. if I because don't get on top." That's the false sense jujitsu yeah. gives you. Know, like everybody loves it. Like I can be in a room with a, a legend and just be a regular white belt, but but then it kind of, it's kind of, you run that risk where like. Then when they look at it like you're a brown bill, you're a tough guy. He's like, yeah. he wants to give you a fight. Yeah, yeah. Like, See, like you know, you're a hurdle. When I roll, especially when I roll with something like, I definitely I try to keep back. I remember I rolled with Jim Ayler's, right? You know him from down here. I've um, done that. That's a mistake. You know, UFC vet. And yeah, bare, no, I've done bare, that. Bare knuckle fighter, right? <laughs> so he's in the gym. His wife came to train with the girls. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go with you, honey. He didn't know that he, all of a sudden, he knew everybody, like he knew Felipe. He's yeah. like, oh, I didn't know this, that's what this gym, you know, uh, the who ran this gym. Yeah. And so we, he was like, we did some warm-ups. He was my first role and I'm larger than him. And he's expecting me to like blast double and I just pull guard. And at the end of the role, he's like, I did not expect you <laughs> to pull guard. And I'm like. Wait, I don't know you. I go, I you got black. He had black eyes from his last bare knuckle fight. I'm like, yeah. I know who you are. I wasn't about to start getting into it's like a, uh, a you know a takedown battle with you. Let's yeah. just get this to the ground. And I, you know, I I probably rolled a lot lighter than he expected. Again, people yeah. see my size and then mm-hmm. they think, ah, oh. no, I I really do. I'm I'm there to I'm there to learn, but yeah. I'm there to help. You know, so many lower belts. He's also nice. Too. I'm there to like help the the guys that I'm rolling with a sure. little bit. I, I don't coach them through the roll, but I'll tell them at the end, hey. You know, you know that move I got you and like this is what you do to get out of it like I don't want to I don't want to get that same move on them all the time mm-hmm. I want to tell them right so I'm usually good at that but in this one instance the other day I don't I don't really know him that well and he was just like you could see that he was angry and I was like probably not the right time for me to now start coaching him and of tell course. him hey you gotta bring it down level and then it gets into like we'll get that fucking knee off my belly you know like you're, you're trying to kill me 
I, I don't know if he might have given me that energy back. It felt like I was going to get that back. So I was like, yeah, let me not say anything. No, you, right you now. did the right thing. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, just like we said, technique is dependent on the physical. Like you can usually kind of guess people's attitude or approach. Yeah. Not, not saying not everybody you can judge a book by its cover, but, but it's pretty spot on. So if you see a yeah. bigger dude, you know, and you can kind of look at him through the warm up and see, man, he's moving kind of funny and weird. What I do is like, if he's new, I'll make sure he goes through all the practice. So when he gets to the end of the practice, he's so worn and tired. That like, you know, then I can like, then I'll, I'll be like, yo, you're real tired. You know, let's just do these drills. Right. Like this, and, yeah. and then I'll just put them through drills. And then I, I kind of like work them in like that. Cause like a small guy is easy, but yeah. Like when you get big guys, it's concerning because it, it can, it can they turn fall into the wrong way. And it's like, you Quick. know, a finger, an arm, an ankle, and it's like nothing. And nobody, yeah. he might not really mean anything. I, I honestly he feel, may not be like trying to be to harm me, but you you can. Yeah, I'm three years in, right? And uh I think October will be three years. And I feel like now I'm at a point where you could give me a heavy guy that doesn't know anything, like a white belt, third day, fourth day, and if he goes ham like that, I feel like now at this stage of my jujitsu, I could handle somebody like that. Yeah. But I've had it where it's but you know who's a, yeah. who's it really dangerous for is man like I, I'm not I'm a big believer in like size does matter. I'm it sorry. does yeah. size does you matter. Know, yeah. Well, when the thing is guys. when you're not when you have the same knowledge, of course, size and strength yeah. matter. Right? These are every I, I used to get annoyed when people like they would tell me, "Don't use your strength, don't mm -hmm. use your weight." I'm like, but those are my attributes. My that's what helps me yes. for that guy that's maybe a little bit higher than me. That's what's going to even us out. Yes. You know. Yeah. So, but go ahead. I'm, yes. I'm yes. Yes. Correct. And. But what the small guys who who tell themselves, you know, like, uh, you know, they believe like size doesn't matter, which, like, like you said, there's degrees of this. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And absolutely. then like I, I watch out and I'm like, uh, yo, no, you're not rolling with that guy. Yeah, and they're like, sure. no, man, I'm good. I'm like, no, no, you're not rolling with that guy, man. Yeah. Get out of here. Like, yeah, get out of here. Thank you to Feito IT and AV, specializing in commercial and residential automation, security cameras, CCTV, POS, and more. Check them out at feitoitav.com or call 305-428-2515 and let them know the dummy sent you. Thank you to Neutral Zone CBD, a combat family-owned company that supports athletes and the people who love them. Neutral Zone strives to deliver clean CBD products for sports recovery in gummies, lotions, balms, roll-ons, and more. After a competition, a hard rolling session, or a tough day on the job, Neutral Zone has a product designed to help you reduce inflammation, increase cell rejuvenation, and may even help with aging joints. Visit NeutralZoneCBD.com and get 25% off your order with code JJD. And follow them on Instagram too, at MyNeutralZone. Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at TheBJJBox. Neutral Zone is combat family owned, so they know you need to keep yourself and your equipment clean. 
They created Neutral Zone Clean wipes and sprays for just that purpose. Neutral Zone products are formulated to reduce the risk of bacterial and fungal infections. Whatever's making you sweat, weight training, rolling on the mats, yard work, or just working around the house, Neutral Zone Clean wipes and sprays can make you feel and smell refreshed. Use code JJD to get 15% off your online order at NeutralZoneClean.com. While you're there, sign up for their newsletter to receive the latest info and updates on product launches like their new shower gel and soap bar coming soon. Are you Neutral Zone Clean? Special thank you to the crew over at Flow and Roll for all their support. Flow and Roll is renowned for their incredible Nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow and Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowenroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. Visit flowenroll.com to check out their awesome designs and while you're there, pick up a jujitsu dummy signature tee exclusively at flowenroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or gis with code JJD. I, I credit my coach, Felipe, for he actually is really good at that. Of course. You see how and, little his wife is? He always coaches, had to, to watch over her. Yeah. I've known so, her for years. Now, so. Yeah, the girls, you know, Felipe. So I know, like, the girls, like, now the girls train in, like, another room. Like, mm-hmm. the, the facility is big enough. They're on, the, like, another side of the mm-hmm. wall most of the time. They were training for Worlds. They did they did train with us because then he wanted to, like, help Congratulations coach. Congratulations like, to all the ladies that yeah, medaled. We wanna, we did a great job. We got a couple of Congratulations, Sophia. Right? Yeah. yeah. Sophia included. That's oh, yeah, right. That's right. Congrats, yeah. So, um... What, like so we were together, straight? but like the girls are like, she's, let me say something. She's creating some, some serious, yeah. some serious girls, man. They're, yeah. they're, these girls are, and even a girl that recently left the gym, yeah. she get a gold I, or she got a, she got a silver Bobby. She got yeah. a silver. But she, she rolls that legacy. Yeah. That's a, one of the gyms. But, that I mean, we she do just, but that. she was under yeah. that Sophia's tutelage. And she has not was, done so well in, 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 in events before. And then she got a silver in, uh, in Worlds. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we got a real strong girls. Worlds, it's Worlds, funny. Worlds Masters, I believe. Sometimes, some days, especially when they put us together, like some days, there's more, there's most days, there's more girls than guys that train the adults jujitsu class at 730. I, I have we're a, at, We're at that point. She earned it, man. It's been a while. Yeah. I, I knew them. Check this out. I knew them since I used to go to Regal Cinema when I was younger before jujitsu and uh Felipe and her would be set up a booth there for they were I think working at South Beach. Okay. Yeah, you know, like they would run it. Like, man, they they've they've ran through the mill. You mean that like yeah. a ju- for his jujitsu studio no. or, I don't or something if it was else? Jiu-jitsu or something else. No, no, no. I think he, his, his they were friend... like coaches and like they were just like oh. setting up booths and they would, and I and I just remember to, for to the... get students you're saying like to, to recruit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And like so like they've 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 been around. Like you don't understand. They put in work. I don't care what anybody they say. Used, well, you they were, they you were respect cops. The... They were probably cops while they were doing that because I know they were doing it at the same time. They were both police officers. And then, like she would, she would work detention at night, like at the prison yes, at correct. night. That's correct. And then, like, literally sleep like two seconds. I, I had, I didn't, then, like, know, I didn't realize day. that. I know I've heard you say that one time before, but I never really talked about it. I didn't know she was on the job as well. Yeah, I know he was. I knew he was correction officer, yeah. right? And then, yeah. but I didn't know that Which she. I was I don't too. know. That's like what? What's the saying when with you her feel, gun the, dragging on the floor? <laughs> yes, <laughs> sparks. Bro, she was. She was <laughs> she's so freaking tiny. She's like I four. Feel, what, well, she was training, be like four, she 10, was training four, down here. Yes. She was training down here in Miami with nothing but savages. This was like yes. before yeah. there was girls. Yeah, like yes. she was. She was. That's getting what I'm like, saying. Philippe drilled that like eye of watching over her because she was the only woman, right? Yeah. Her and Hillary, Hillary Williams. Yeah. Yeah, like Hillary really wants to come down the most, but right. she's a big girl, you know. Yeah. 
And um, like so, you know, like that's how Philippe trained his eye, like like having like you know he had to look at her because he yeah. like it yeah. was like somebody's gonna roll on her, fall on her. So number one, he does a great job with going through, and I, see, like I know better now too. I don't even have to wait for them to do it. Like I I asked that guy to come roll. Mm-hmm. I asked that guy to come drill actually at the beginning of the class because I'm usually one of the bigger guys. I'm a higher belt. I think I'm a little bit intimidating to because we have mostly white belts right now. Yeah. At least at, on the days that I go. Mm-hmm. It's not every day. Felipe's doing good. And I say, I'll be like big, big boys. Like I'll grab, just, I make sure that I, especially when I see one of the big boys go with, like they grab another like little white belt yeah. <laughs> and they're a big white belt. Yes. I'm like, and I, uh, and I called him over. So I chose to roll with him. He's the biggest guy. I'm probably the second biggest guy compared to him. And then we rolled. But Felipe, if he he would have been like, hey. No, he does the same he'll, thing. He'll, he'll switch he'll it go, up. No, like, no, 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 no. As, and he does what with his son. And and yes. Sophia, it's like, Sophia rolls with her son a lot because now they're like, yes, he's a yes. little bit bigger than, he's yes. bigger than her. But weight wise, it's like a good match for her. And she's been rolling with him well, for not so long. Tip, Did you know he never used to shake nobody's hands except black belts? Who? Felipe? No, a little son. Oh really? Okay. Oh, probably. Yeah. That's hilarious, bro. You don't understand. I remember like meeting this little thing, and he was little, little, little butterball man. Yeah. Little, yeah. Walk around, you try to shake his hand. Walk right, walk right past you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, I don't shake. I only shake black belt hands. Oh like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you get, you get, you get smacked remember. in the face. Yeah. He doesn't remember, but yeah. He's uh, he's turning into a killer too, man. Oh, he's yeah. there. Kai's there. Turning oh, into. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You know what? You know, I don't think I've ever rolled with him. Just it was always too big. I have, yeah. and he and he's put it on me even when he was yeah. a whatever some Skittles flavor belt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he has his dad's, I mean, he got, he has his dad's body for sure. He got yeah. his dad's body, and he's got he's his mom's moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Felipe's got, he's got his dad's stuff. I, w- I would say his transitions are but already his, his Baron Bolos and like the you know, going in for, like Felipe doesn't really teach. We don't do. In, a lot of in, in, inverted stuff with yeah. Felipe. But he's training at he Deerfield. Can, but he's he training at Miami. No, he has lower back, I think. He's got his lower no, back his neck, issues. His neck, his neck. He, well, I think both. It's both. Okay. Um, so he doesn't he doesn't teach a lot. And he actually is like, he even tells guys like, watch watch the inversions. You're going to be like me. You know, you're going to have back issues. So just be careful. Yeah. But he gets it. He does get it from Sophia. But she, I mean, she's amazing. I yes. mean, and, you know, we talk a lot about, and it's kind of a little bit of a side note from the subject, but we talk a lot about, like working out with jiu-jitsu will get your take on this. Those girls are killers because she started a program, an exercise program. Those girls on most nights. They're in the gym two hours a day. They do an hour of like a, I don't want to call it. training. It's like hit. Like a a high intensity workout. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a hit workout. training. And then they put on their geese and they train. And that's why those, they came home with so many athletes, bro. With so many gold medals, because yes, they're now they're athletes. Well, and even went, to to her credit, I got to be honest. I you know, I'm a guy. These most of them are moms. You know, you see them, mm-hmm. you can see the change in their bodies. All of a sudden, these moms who were just thirty, forty something, you know, moms, they're fit, bro. Kids in the class from like little to in their teens, they would just sit there and watch the class, and they slowly recruited them. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 boom. I'm you, man, that's all Philippe right there. And that those, dude's a mastermind, bro. Those, those women, those <laughs> women mastermind, bro. talk about fit, talk about the fitness. You could, I mean, you know, no, it's an intimate sport. I hey. see them in their spats. I see them in the nogi. You see, just see them. Look. And they got into such great shape and they still do it. And then they went into competition training. Right. We did our Sunday classes became two hours. So they would do fitness first, an hour of fitness. 
we do an hour of drilling, and then they did an hour of competition training. And I was going to the two hours. Yeah. But the fitness, they've only done the fitness for girls. Felipe doesn't do it for the guys. But my point is, we've talked a lot about like weightlifting and training outside of jujitsu. Like some coaches are just like, just jujitsu. You just need jujitsu. You want to get good at jujitsu? Do more jujitsu. Where she was like the fitness and the jujitsu. I believe not like, only that, I hate training because I believe they go she together. She does the diet plan. She did too. and the diet plan. She did everything. Listen, I've known her long enough and trained with her long. She did everything that she could because she like to her from what I understand, right? To her is like, how can I neglect anything if I'm not the if I'm not the greatest? Yeah. Like you yeah. can't like you can't I, you can't be the greatest without doing yeah, like, all those things. Like, yeah, like, how, like if I'm not, if I'm not where I'm at, how can I say what I need to do? Like I need to do everything. And yeah. like she would drive down, like this is crazy. She would drive, they would drive down. Philippe and her would drive down and do strength and conditioning with me inside mm-hmm. my gym where when I used to live in downtown. And they, that's a hell of a drive mm-hmm. to like to, to to just lift when there's gyms everywhere, you they know? And uh, you know, it became it's, a little cumbersome, cool. you know. Quality, and I though. think she twisted mm-hmm. her knee. But like they ran with it, like the little bit, like the the, the three or four sessions we did, and I, I talked, yo, Philippe must have cracked open a book. This dude, anything, like I've never him not known him, like grasp onto something like like a like like a like a, like a crackhead like on rocks, yeah, man. Like, that, like, yeah. like really, like white on a paper. Like, plate. Yeah, like like went to like man, you know, maybe I can do a better gym. Went all the way to Abu Dhabi with the family, did all of the training over there. Like, God, didn't work. They came back. Whatever he learned there, he brought it back this way. Uh-huh. Well, how do you after even, after like, like losing his house in a fire? Yeah, like like, like, like he yeah. had he went through all the ups and I had a gym, lost it, went left baby ha- house with on fire. Like, Kai, dog like died, like baby. literally dog died. House fire, like I think dog died. Then there was a house yeah. fire. Then he went to Abu Dhabi, came back. But like I'm a big I, I'm, I, I believe if you're a good person. Even all those those things, bad things happen. When you sit back now and look back at it, all of those bad things that happened made him who he is now and made him respect the sport more. You know, but both uh, both uh, of them uh, be more grateful for and and run a better gym because he went through all that adversity. We have probably I can't say it as a fact, but I do say it. We have probably one of the largest kids programs. Sure. It's for jujitsu specifically and probably for martial arts. We have one of the largest kids programs in the entire area in, in North Broward. Probably per capita, we, but you're not beating yeah, Gracie Baja. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Well, they have a, but they have a small for location. They school, couldn't yeah, possibly for, fit the yeah, amount of kids that they have. School, in the, yeah. Oh, yeah. for one school. No, for, for his school. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we, I'm saying we per basically, capita for sure, but average, Gracie Baja is a franchise. The so average gym has that. like one storefront, right? You know, like when you open the door and yeah. one storefront, you can probably, you know, or maybe 20 feet across, right? Yeah. We had it's like it's three stores. One, it's two, three stores. This with the both sides, it's almost four, right? There are four doors. There's one at the end with the little oh, cafe. The cafe. There's one yeah. in the middle. There's one at the end, and that's four storefronts. That's how big the gym is. It's when I show when I put pictures online of training, and people are like, "That's your gym." Like I put out a picture one time. He had gotten a popcorn machine. He has the projector yes. in the ceiling. He has a big screen on the wall, mm-hmm. and I put that picture out, and I'm like, "I bet you." I bet your gym doesn't have a popcorn machine. Yeah. <laughs> and, and people are like, that's your gym. That's and, your gym. And the, and the and coffee you machine. You know what it is? They made sure. So I, I run my gym, just me. Like, like I mean, I got staff and stuff, but but I don't have family in it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like yeah. If you think about it, most gyms have a wife or yeah. whatever, so-and-so. And even at that, they don't do what Philippe's family does. Where like it's, they, it's, the life that they want at home, they made sure that it's at the gym. Like, yeah. like, 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 like she loves to train and lift weights. We're having a weight. We're like they, 
they, when people say I live at the gym, it's no like they live at the gym. Yeah, like he markets it the way he wants to market. He has the coffee machine that he wants. He wants. The, He's got his, his massage son, chair. There's a massage chair. Yeah. Yeah, son, there are bleachers. Yeah. There are seating is like bleacher style. How long are those bleachers? Like forty feet. Yeah, yeah. Like there's like yeah. eighty feet because yeah. there's two sets of like yeah. eighty feet of bleachers. Yes. Couches. <laughs> yes, he he used the facility yeah. to socially engineer the environment for his son. Like he made sure that his son had a spot there to do after school with his friends oh. and hang out and play. Well, yeah, games. He does you know he does homeschooling so that Dude, it's, like, it, like and they redid it. Talk about a family it, business. Lately. It's a family. Yeah, business. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I, I I've been there. I've been to two gyms in my. I trained at two gyms in my entire life. My first gym was two years. He closed. It's a small gym. He's trying to get off the ground. He was in law enforcement. It was a second job. It was hard. And I think without a strong kids program, I think it's hard for a gym. You can make it, but it's a struggle. Mm -hmm. But he has, you know, Felipe put his, I've had conversations with him where he said, the kids program is where my focus is. But look what happened. You focus on the kids program. The parents are sitting there. Almost, I, almost all the parents, except for people that don't have kids of that age, all of the parents that train have a kid in the class. Like so. A lot. 80%. Eight out of ten parents that train have a kid in the class. Eighty families, bro. Yeah. You're talking about families that do jujitsu. One of my favorite days is, and again, they went into competition training. I remember the bill too. Our, so our competition training, <laughs> our competition training on the weekend, they really called it. It was family day. It was family training because the kids they cut off the mat, cut off a little part, put some cones. The kids train on that side, and their parents are over yeah. here on that side. And it's most of the, it's most of the parents. Yeah. And I, and he realized you get the get the kid. I, I, I'm in marketing, so I kind of like even recommend this to, to other companies to say, you put out a bullying ad, you target the mom on Facebook, she comes, she brings the kid in, she's got to be there or pick him up, or the mom and dad, they sit and watch. Most of the, like a lot of parents sit and watch. Then, hey, why don't you come do a class? Then, then yeah. you get the parents, your kid and then you get both. You? A lot of like full family, husband, wife, two kids. And that's how they did it. And we've got, again, we've got probably dogs. one of, just because, I mean, the size of it, if you see it, like they couldn't possibly fit the amount of kids that he has in his kids program into those pictures. small one storefront places. He's got one of the biggest kids program and it, and it's, it's amazing. And those kids, they're like carbon copies of Felipe. Yeah. It's, he is pumping out a machine. I watched the new breed footage and it was all pull guard on bar, yeah. pull guard. Arm bar. bar, pull guard, arm, arm every every yeah. fuck every kid, raise kid, and every kid, Holy Rocco, smokes. Rocco, yeah. yeah, every kid was the same thing, and they come home with these. I don't want to say it's local, kids and, name, but whatever. And these kids, but I think, you know, I do think of going back to the fitness part. I mean, the kids is one thing; it's a little bit different for kids, but for the adults, yeah. I absolutely believe you can win a new breed and just do jujitsu. He could, but here's you the cannot bro. go to an IBJJF and win if you're not supplementing with. Cardio, yeah. weight training, high intensity stuff. I I believe. If, I think you for mean the most you mean part, train like an athlete. Yeah, you have to train okay, like an athlete yeah. to do an IBJJF. Which is that's the big difference. The parents that are going there, yeah. I, when I used to go there, I'm I'm a hobbyist. Yeah, you you're gonna you're gonna just you're gonna make a lifelong jujitsu practitioner out of me. He could potentially create an athlete that generate generates revenue. You know what I mean? Yeah. It brings a bigger gym, an affiliate gym. Yeah. Gives a life to that kid in a sport that's coming up and you could actually make decent money if you're good enough. And you're, I mean, the marketing is already there. Everything's already there. Yeah. There's a big difference with how he treats the kids versus how he treats the adults. You're doing some old man jujitsu shit. He's building the next Marcelo Garcia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The next Leandro Lowe. I think, I the think next, there's, you know, a, like, there's a knowledge that, hey, 
at 30, 40, 50, you know that you're a hobbyist. Yeah. You know, there's like, you know, the George Piros, George doesn't train with us, but like a guy like George Piro who's retiring from a job. He's technically a professional. He gets paid. Now he's he's a professional. He's getting sponsors and he's out there. If you get paid to do anything, you're a professional. Felipe's probably not putting out guys, like, right? The hobbyists that we train with aren't going to be those guys. Aren't going to be somebody who's going to be like, I retired, time to start competing. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, that doesn't happen. You got you, know, you treat you treat your students differently based on like their needs, and all competition, day. and all day. and the kid all day every day. All yeah, day. the kids I, program, yeah. adults program. Yeah, um, with the next? kids, you know, considering like I'm in an area where n- no one has ever walked in through my door knowing what jujitsu was. Like none of the kids, none yeah. of my parents. I have a hundred kids, right? Mm. And none of the parents like. Well, none of the parents just knew about it. So the the they just it, look up martial arts. Yeah, the introduction that I. You know, it's like, do you do karate? Yes. Yeah. Come on in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bring him in. Yes. Nah, beyond, look, that's why yeah. that's why we made a Miami martial arts. Like, why? Like, I'm not, I'm not like I don't need it to say a brew jujitsu. I don't need yeah, it yeah. to say like this and that. It's like, actually I'm, smarter to not say jujitsu still, even though it's popular, mm. because he a lot know. of again, he would know. I remember I talked to Felipe and we we were talking about I was gonna be helping him with some marketing. He was like, if somebody calls and says, Do you do karate? The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Because they don't know what they're asking for. Mm-hmm. They don't know that, okay, this is ground karate. You know, yeah. this is yes. the ground stuff. Mexican so, ground karate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but book ahead. So, yeah. So, I do treat them different. So, with because of those kids, you know, my whole thing is get them introduced to the, like, this is not dangerous as you think. Like, yeah. this is all fun. Yeah. Let's have some fun. And and I pair them up with my more advanced kids. So, I'll do a three-man group and I'll be like, yo, you guys watch them. But little he's, brown belts. Yeah, he's only going to be doing <laughs> drill and he's going to do that. Now, when it comes to my adults, you know, I got to kind of kind of handle it with gloves a little because they're the ones who then get into that, that concerning mode and they start trying to fight harder or they get yeah. real stiff and tense and then yeah. like you're like you just see an injury coming and like a little kid they, or they really, cry they, they cry always lot, hurt yeah. but yeah. an adult like it, it, it can become a different ordeal you know and i don't want to scare nobody off like that yeah. so i do approach it a lot different from my workers to my competitors it, to the point where like i to kind of take that itch from my competitors, I've put in an advanced day that's only my my competitors. Okay. That's you know what smart. I mean? So I, I don't call smart. it a pro training. Like, yeah. I'll give a green light to some white bulls that may seem like they want to compete or whatnot, but it's like to kind of just take that itch from my guys because, you know, at some point I got to, you can't, I can't keep holding them down, you know? There's gamers. There's people who want a game, you know? I never thought I would play. say it. Like, the competition, on that Sunday competition class mm-hmm. was my favorite day because I can only, I was hurt. So I was only training like one, maybe I had a groin injury. I had one, maybe two days a week and taking it really light. And when I got better, I, I hit that. I got late. I went there one day late to the Sunday classes. Normally starts at 10. Yeah. I got there and they were, I'm like, what time did you guys start today? They're like nine. It's nine, nine o'clock competition training. All right. Next week I was there and I, I, I can't believe I say this now. I love the drilling. Yes. I like to, I like to roll. Obviously that's like my favorite part. But the drilling, an hour of drilling, that's how I started jujitsu. Mm-hmm. So I, when I went to Felipe's in the beginning, the classes during the week, it's one hour. So it's like 10-minute warm-up, mm-hmm. half-hour drilling, and then the last few minutes is, is rolling. Yeah. I came from a one-hour of drilling. It was basically, we called it basics and advanced mm-hmm. every day. And, but everybody came for the two-hour class. But, yes. you know, so every once in a while, somebody's like, just got off of work. I'm here to do the training. But the second hour was almost all rolling. So it was an hour of drilling, hour of rolling. I came from that world. So Sunday was so, so reminiscent of those those being days. I kind of fell in love with it again. And I even had a conversation. I said, I love the way this training's been going lately. It feels different because I was out for a little bit. Um, you know, between COVID training, I blew mm-hmm. out my knee. Came Like I haven't been steady. And then I come back, groin injury. 
So it's like I haven't been steady for two, three years. It's been like out for nine months, then back. And it's like, oh, one day a week, oh, shoulder hurt, arm hurts. That competition training was, was, became my favorite day. I, I, I love it. But it's, you know, it's, uh, it's not for everybody. No, some people show up and they're like, and, not, and not, but, then, but then that's how you start. That's how you start changing the dynamics in the room. Like the dudes who thought they were up for it, they realize they're not up for it. Yeah, you know, ones who thought they weren't up for it, you kind of spark this new little animal. Mm-hmm. Like, there's times where I'll let. I got this. Uh, I got this. Um, these my five to seven year olds are, are these little savages. <laughs> there are times like I invite them, right? And I'm, I'm like, and they're like in the adult class, and like people are like, what the hell is this? Because I, I want them to see. Like I got us once again socially engineer their environment. Yeah. To the part where like they see this person, like, oh, that look cool. And, and everybody's rolling with them. It's like, all right. They see what a rolling. next level of high level rolling looks like at an intense level. Yeah. Well, I, I want them to pick up the be, attitude. You know, yeah, I want them to pick the, the approach. So, like they're not con- like, you know, that, that 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 bravado, you know what I mean? Like walk around. Like that's Dude, what my, I want them to pick up. I see it's funny I hate to see it, them. I hate both it when ways. my son looks at me after he like arm bars somebody or finishes them. Mm-hmm. I hate it when he looks at me and he's like, and I'm like, that's good, but you know, calmate, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't be cocky about it. Because two seconds later, when you roll with that yellow belt, and then they work you. Could be. You know, he knows the difference. I asked him. I was like, "Were you a nail or a hammer today?" He's like, "I was a hammer. I was a nail." So like, he knows the difference. Yeah. He loves being a hammer. Yeah. You we all do. No, yeah. You know, sometimes it's it's kind of cool to go in there and mentally tell yourself like, "I'm just gonna try new shit all day." Like, you know, it it or, takes there's. To get there, you, there's a lot of humility that needs to be learned. You have to really, truly be able I to that go. Shit quick. Gonna, How do you, do you learn it? Do you think you can create the environment for someone to learn it, or you think they got to learn it on their own? From, you're saying from a coach's perspective, yes. can can it be done? Um, I, I think it's all about the environment. I think it is like you keep on using the word the word social engineering. I think that that's a really smart term. That's a smart. That's term. what it needs to be. I know if I would, I don't think I ever will. If I was ever to own a gym. I would absolutely do what you just said. If it grew to a point where um, I could break off, uh, look, we're doing beginning training. There's advanced. Or if I have classes, look, I'm going to have my advanced guys that know how to work coaches, right? That know how to work with the white belts that aren't like when I, sometimes when I roll, I'll take When I know that there's a new guy, I will take the new guy. I would say, if they're bigger and say, Hey, first day, second day, let's roll. Let's, when we go to the rolling, maybe we're drilling together too, but when we go to the rolling, I'll make sure that I grab the person and say, you're probably not ready to roll. Let's, I'm going to show you some jujitsu 101. He might've just learned some advanced move because just the drilling for that day, but I'll get him into, okay, get into my guard and I'll show him breaking the guard, passing, side control, mount, right? No, no submissions, just that series. And I'll almost, and then I'll tell him at the end, I'm like, work this with the next guy. Tell the next guy, hey, can you show me your version of, hey, that guy, sh- you shouldn't be just like trying to roll. Unless maybe have you, a, you can't have, have some no background, more than forty people in your gym. Unless if you, you want to be that detailed, unless you have so some hard. background or you're a wrestler, you know well, you, you need difficult. to. Maybe. No, maybe, maybe, maybe. So check this out. So I literally what what wait, what's what's the difficult? I'm part? just saying like the amount of detail you just went into. I know there's a lot of nuance in what you just said. It's like now try and do that to forty people. No, but if but but I you're, I you're have speaking learned, as a coach. No, but I've learned I'm not a coach. I know, but you I'm said I'm not if I there to coach. Well, I'm saying if that was my place, I'm, oh, no, no, I went from what I would do to how I do it. Yeah. How I do it now is I grab a new guy, especially if they're bigger, and I do that. And I absolutely do yeah. that because I'm smart enough. Because again, I always say I recognize that that's his business. And if I am beating up the white belts, he might not 
that white belt might not come back. I think most. And now I've affected you and your business, and I recognize that. Not everybody recognizes that. You joked with Piero the other day when we talked about Rolled in Light with the new guys. He's like, yeah. "No, I hammer them all the time." <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. Right. You joked about um, it. I, I, I sarcastically say that all the time, but can I just but tell there you? There are plenty of people I, that do that. That go, "I don't give a shit, white yeah. belt. I'm gonna beat up the white uh-huh. belt because I finally get somebody to beat so up." So I think uh-huh. I think there's like a little weird like coach badge of honor that he gives to his students like along your way. And I obviously I don't know all of them. I'm not a coach, but I'm a very observant person. Even to the point where it's like. I've seen where the coach behind the white belt's back goes to the brown belt. He's like, you know, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and he'll it do that. all the time. Yeah, but then like you think, like you think you learned that coming up. You think you learned to be humbled by somebody that you got somebody they put an enforcer on you because everybody goes through that bell curve of learning. You don't even know how many times you were that white belt with your back turned. And the coach and was like that. So it uh, wasn't even the dude. It was just the dude who's been there for 10 years. Are you saying it's a good or bad thing? No, it's a great okay, thing. Yeah. But I'm just thinking like you learn shit like. Like that, like from the, if you're observant and you see your coach and how they behave and stuff. Oh or, shit, Felipe can look at, look at me now, just look at me and not have right. to make emotion yeah, and yeah. I'll be like. But you right, as a white it. belt think that you naturally were in an environment that wasn't catered to. It was engineered is what you're but saying. It was, it was yeah, engineered. I'm just saying. It's like a good people, gym, it's going to be engineered. It's, yeah. it, it shouldn't, it should never be a free for all. And I think most coaches, I would say, are smart enough to know. Like, but there's if your so coach's much. Role, like if your coach, uh, the only day that, that Felipe rolls Sunday, when, Saturday. Saturday and Sunday on but open he rolls, mats. He rolls every day. He goes to Deerfield. He goes hurt, to Miami. Unless something's like really bothering him. He trades him. every day, bro. He's watching the cl- Monday through Thursday, our adult classes, he's watching. Mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday, he does the drilling, and then he rolls too. That's the only day I see him where he's not completely out. But even then, he's got his eye on the map. I'm always, my head is and always And there's always, always a secondary yeah, coach. Always. Esteban's always there, so it's the same thing. It's like they're both watching. They're rolling, but they're looking. And even Esteban now knows how to do it, but like, Hey, how to good, give you one of these, how he just good, turns the head a little bit. How good does it feel as a coach when you could just like pretty much stop rolling and hold whoever you're rolling with? Just like kind of hold them and then like and have then a conversation. The room. You know, because I've always <laughs> been the room. I've always been the guy who's like this, and my coach is like, Ugh. and then it's like, okay, back to getting your ass. You get like, there. You're gonna get there one day too, man. I, I don't do that to my guys. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't because like, neck I, I hated it. I hated class. it being done to me. I'm like you. You. I think you, it's funny. Like you know, like granted, like I, I had a lot of wrestling experience when I got into jujitsu. I hated it when like these black belts would do that, and I'm like, you knew I was about to bust your ass. Like that's why you acting like you coaching me through. You coaching me through a move I already got to in. Yeah. Like how the. That, oh, that I don't like. I don't like. I was like, come on, it's never been like. It's never. Mean, it's <laughs> never been rude, but I just think it's like. It, it doesn't. It doesn't happen to me the too level. often now. But definitely back in the day, somebody would be like, oh, wait, wait, hold on. Let me show you how to do Come that on, joke bro. that you're about to yes. lock in. Right? I think we all go, we see the memes. The, yeah. I, do that, I do that to guys that I really like. Yeah. Yeah. Just like as a joke. Yeah. Talk, yeah. The, the ultimate, only guys that like, we well, were well, really like as a joke. You know, so what I do is, <laughs> what I do is, and I, I don't do it no more though, right? But like, there be, like I had this, like there was this moment in time, right? Where, you know, my, my guys would walk in and I was very good at motivating my guys to fight all the time. Give me their best physically. Yeah. But then I realized like, my guys weren't getting nowhere. Funding was horrible for them. So I got better at kind of making a lifer. You know, like like getting them to like like come in and fall in love with it. Yeah, yeah, want to do it, do, but, but then that's hard because then when it came to times, they're like, "Yo, you've been in long enough. It's time to win a world title." They're like, eh, "I don't care about it." I'm like, "Fuck!" Like you know, I never like I, I never put that animal in them. Yeah. So what I would do to those guys in that era would I I grab them and I and I I'd squeeze them. I'd be like, "Oh shit! I was in this position last night with my wife." <laughs> <laughs> 
And he's like, oh, oh, get off me, Ouch. get off me, coach. And then I put him in a banana split, and I'm like, oh. hey, this is familiar. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, let, let's take a quick break. Let's give a shout-out to Vincero. Hey, uh, hey, I'm rocking You got it. the watch? I do. I've been, wearing, I've been wearing it steady. What do you Beautiful think? Watch. You know, yeah, thank you very much. This is, for the price point, this is a great fashionable watch. I also went online because obviously when you have something, yeah. you kind of look it up. Yeah, and um, I wore it. It feels great. I'm normally not a leather band guy. I like it. Yeah. Um, and the best way I would describe it, it's like it's above great, but below expensive. It this is like if you have multiple suits, multiple looks. Yeah. They could they could fit all those categories yeah. at, from the stuff that I saw online. Like I mean, look at that one. I believe yeah. it's the same. We have the same watch. It's, it's just, pretty. It's pretty close to face. They're they're no, right no, it's the, the same. same price, no, it's but the these same were both model. like one fifty. It's the same model. It comes. I looked at it. Yeah, this comes in like eighteen different styles, yeah, bro. Like, I, like, yeah, yeah. I I like. Uh, I wear dark brown shoes, and I always, almost always wear a blue suit if I got to get Eight. dressed up. And this is this was perfect for me. Yeah. Um, I do again agree for the price point. It's a great watch. If you um, if you definitely want to own more than one watch for different. You know, stylish yeah. occasions like if, if you're like a chrono what's head. Fu- what's funny is I, I won't say the brand, but I have like a digital watch. Yeah. yeah, I have a digital watch. There's and an I have the it. different bands, and you know, uh, I don't change it up too much. But like, if I have gray, black, brown, I'll change it. Yeah. So like, I do like that. And they actually have. You can even see it on the screen right now, right? They have. It looks like you can replace the bands. Um, yeah. You could do right? anything so you if you're so inclined. So yeah, but... so yeah, I mean, right? You can even probably just order them, right? That's more of like a yeah. standard thing. You can. Sure, you can get them from there, but right, that's something that you can. Yeah, usually changing bands is not yeah. that difficult of a thing. Of the push pins. So let, are, let's are give them the proper shout out. So support for today's episode comes from Vincero. Vincero, like chair. Vincero Collective. If you aren't familiar with Vincero yet, they make exceptionally crafted and stylish watches at affordable prices. Yep. Other premium handcrafted watches have insane markups. You can finally own a high quality and lasting timepiece without going broke. Right. And the best part is, listeners of the podcast are getting hooked up. And they can save even more with the biggest discount that Vincero offers. So you'll be looking for the perfect accessory to help elevate your style. For a limited time only, you get 20% off plus free shipping site-wide. Any of their stuff on their website. Yep, yep, yep. Right? With code... JJD. JJD. Can I just add one more add thing? VincerolCollective.com. One thing I'm going to add. Sure. Even if the watch breaks, they guarantee that it will work at least twice a day. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Not their digital watches. Yeah. <laughs> you have me listening real good. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? Really? What? 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 Money the terms and conditions? <laughs> Nobody Wait, reads the I didn't see that on the site. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, look, I, 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 I love made it. That up. I've only, I've only got to wear it a couple of times. So, I'm like, I'm holding back from like a real good assessment of the watch. I went, I went to a comedy I, show on a double date with it on. Yeah. And I got a compliment. Yeah. From the husband. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I like the setup here. Very yeah, nice. I was about to ask, was it planned? He, this yeah, was he, planned. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he did, all on his own. Yeah. I dressed <laughs> I didn't myself. have to prompt him. Yeah. So, look, they've got lots of other stuff on the website. Uh, and Bo, if you want to cut to the uh, yeah. picture, uh, right? We've got sunglasses. One of our spies, actually, the guys at NutraZone bought some bracelets today. Yeah, bracelets. Uh, so, I yeah, used to there, be into there's that. Some, some really cool stuff on the website. Check them out. Again, it Jiu-Jitsu is... Jiu-Jitsu ruined bracelets for me. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, VinceroCollective.com. Um, so, again, we're giving they get the 20% off, so they can only get this offer. It's going to be for a limited time, so don't wait, or it's going to be too late. Get 20% off, plus free shipping site-wide with code JJD at Vincero Collective. Uh, support our show by using the code. Um, in 
our post and on the YouTube video on the on the podcast and stuff, there's actually a vincerocollective.com forward slash JJD link that uh-huh. you can go to. So then you don't even have to put in the code, I believe, and it Bam. just goes right through. Then right? forward so slashes. It's V-I-N-C-E-R-O collective.com. Yeah. I guarantee that you'll find something that fits your style. So shop Vincero today. Where's the All forward right? slash? Is that like after the period on the right hand that- side of the space bar? <laughs> <laughs> Where is that thing? You. <laughs> So we got him oh, here. It's, oh, it's it's the unshifted what? question mark. What? All right, so let's let's get back to. It. I actually have a question for you. Yes, uh, I, I I wrote I oh, I typed it in with, before we were going to read the the Vincero shout out um, because I didn't want to forget. But I talk we, about getting. I, I have a really good story of when I ta- as a white belt when I tapped out my black belt coach for the first time, and I know he wasn't rolling as hard as it wasn't like we were competing, but I caught him in a Peruvian. Yeah. And his I, re- wife, I know how he reacted. I'm going to explain how he reacted in a minute. But have you ever had one of your lower belts choke you out? And yes. like, was it like surprise? Was it like caught you slipping? Is it? Hold on, I want to know, know more if there's an ego curve, like almost like how you get humbled the more you do this sport. That you, yeah. of course, he has the mentality to understand that that's going to happen, and probably that's his goal. You'd be surprised, man. But, You'd be surprised. But I feel like, is there like a white belt through black belt level? On the consciousness that you have to, I mean, like, yes. the, like your mentality, like I'm sure the first time you got caught, explain that versus the 10th time you got caught. Like, what were your feelings between yes. the two? I mean, I, 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 I would assume that first of all, it hasn't happened that many. Let's, you know, <laughs> let's correct uh, that. My, my bad. Yeah, that happened every day. <laughs> um, well, on the first time, it can be like one of those, like, you're proud. You're like, oh, that's cool. You know, I was great. And then like, you know, and then you try to run it through your head so it doesn't happen again. Right. Yeah. And I'm gonna say by the tenth time, I doubt I'll, I'll be even happy about it. I'm gonna be really pissed. Like, yeah. something's going on. I mean, I'm gonna not be same happy. guy, different guys, huh? Like different guys, same guy. I'd rather guys. be the same guy because if it's different yeah. guys, then there's a problem. You know, there's, <laughs> well, there's, not, there's, not, not like in the course of a week, but like you know what I mean. I'm talking about like oh, over a span. lifetime of yeah, jujitsu. Okay, so I'll be honest with you. I remember every time I've been tapped, practice and not. Um, just cause that, that's me. Um, yeah. that's how I got better. That's I get, I, yeah, I got better by envisioning my partner that beat me for me to kill him. <laughs> yeah. I never focused outside on like, who's the world champ. You know, I kind of, and I apologize if anybody out there is much more familiar of a bell curve than me, but from the way I understand a bell curve is you got the 95% at the top and then you got the 2.5 at the bottom and the 2.5 at the furthest to the top. I've never looked, yeah, I've never looked, I've never looked at like, I want to be like the Conor McGregor. I knew that because I understood that 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 two point five. That's pretty slim and it's high. I want to be at the fifty percent, not even the ninety five. I want to be the fifty percent. I got to be at the fifty percent. And once I'm at the fifty percent, then my goal is to climb this ladder. And when I climb this ladder, usually the difference between these two guys is just mm-hmm. this motherfucker wanted more. Like yeah. So that's how I saw it in class. Like I saw who it was. It was like from day one when I became you know when I became cyborg student. From day one, I met him coming into my wrestling room. When I was had a wrestling team on the beach in 2005, no, no, yeah, wait, right wait much later, much later, it was 2009, and uh, he came in there because of another student of mine's in wrestling was his student in jujitsu, and it, mm-hmm. my coincidence, a brew, a brew, but I'm not Brazilian, my family's Cuban, mm-hmm. so it was weird, you know, and he walked in, he's like, oh man, I enjoy wrestling, shit, the breeze, and we went, went, we went at it. And before you know it, like I'm taking him down, he got me down, and I was shocked. I was like, "Who is this guy?" And then, and you you doing jujitsu at this time? Never. As well? or you hadn't done jujitsu? No, never, 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 never. Like yeah. I grappled with some friends in the past that like, would show me an armbar, but like, nah. It it was definitely at the time where like no gi jujitsu was not considered jujitsu. Mm-hmm. It was grappling. 
Nobody yeah. wanted credit for it. You know, so, and then, but then that was always my side. Like, when I found out it was like, I want to beat him. And it's like, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, but that's master. I'm like, God. I want to be him. Because remember, I come from wrestling. Like, like you guys know, like, there's five dudes on a squad in the weight division. I want to be good. And if I lose to you, yeah. you better be the world champ. Yep. If I'm sitting the bench, there better be a reason I'm sitting the bench behind this world champ. So when I came in, I was like, I'm coming there to break him. But if I'm coming there to break him, I'm coming there to make him better. Like, and then, like, yeah. and I was just, so that was my notion. So, like, now as a coach, when my students do that to me, I get in that same mode. And I'm like, you never sweep me again. And then my and then my, my team, my, my students will be like, that's crazy. Like, coach, I was just trying to roll with you. I was like, I'm sorry to tell you. You think I don't see you as a threat? I do see you as a threat. And this is out of respect. It's not out of disrespect. It's not saying that yeah. you're less than me. It's mm-hmm. like, yo, you sweat me. And but so so like in, in one of those instances, and this is where I go, I think about the the instance that happened with my coach. You're you're rolling with a student, you're probably not rolling a hundred percent. You're probably not giving him everything that you got. If it was you know, I, I think that's part of it. Like we have to realize, yeah, you tap out a higher belt. He's probably not giving you everything that he's got, right? He can't. If he does, you're going to get mm-hmm. murdered every mm-hmm. day. You're never going to learn. And again, everything we talked about before, you're you not going to want to be there. You're going to quit. Your coach is going to get upset. Like you kind of know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, I, I like the Piro, uh, the way that he says it is like, I go just a little bit above what they're giving me. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're giving me blue belt stuff, I'm going to give them purple belt stuff or maybe two-stripe blue belt stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Just going to make sure I'm a little bit better than them Four so they're not dominating me. Angry they're shit. having fun. They're lo- they're learning to love jujitsu. I'm not pushing anybody out the door by beating Correct. their ass, right? So I that's how I roll. I believe in that. Like, I'm not going right. to let you tell me, but I'm going to give you just enough to give you a hard time. And if you're, you're getting better, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little bit more. When I rolled with my coach, he wasn't giving me everything he got. Yeah. We had, we I you know, kind of had him in a front choke. I had the collar. And I'm like, we've done the Peruvian a million times here because he taught us a lot of advanced moves at white belt. And boom, I just threw my leg over and I got him and he tapped. And But this is the, the part that really always interests me or that I like to share is that. He was already in he, a compromised position. He, he, he did it. He was just like, wow, damn shit, man. Can't believe he tapped me. And we, and we just kept on rolling. When I went home that night, it was more Facebook. I think maybe he had Instagram. He was a Facebook guy. And he posted that I had submitted him and how proud he was. That showed me the humility, like he, he was super humble. Um, and, you know, he put like a whole, st- like he wrote a whole thing about how like he was proud that his student, and, feelings about he go, and got me slipping. Now, the next time I went to class, he did this to me. He goes, you got me last time. He goes, well, he went like this. He goes, he went like this. He goes, but I just opened up the book. He's like, I dusted it off. And he was just like, he knew like it was time to elevate. Yes, yes, But yes. it made, he made me feel good about it. Yes. I don't sell. Don't ever celebrate if you're the low belt submitting a higher belt or your coach. Don't fuck. Ah! <laughs> right. Don't Anybody do that because you're gonna get murdered. But I, I didn't. I was humble about it. We went into the next role. I didn't celebrate, and and that's what I got back. And that's why he was an awesome. I, you know, I look back on, on those blessed, times man. as yeah. As, you got blessed because those some of the, my funnest times in jujitsu. That wasn't my process, man. Yeah. yeah, my process wasn't like that. Me not like let's let's be honest with it. You know what I mean? Like in the room when people realized like who I was and what my background was because I was a wrestler everybody wanted to try to break me more that's one yeah. you know and because I was already tough and because I wasn't a Brazilian because I wasn't what? Brazilian I wasn't Brazilian people wanted to put a little more work on me you know yeah. what I mean so like that's just the way it was early days huh? still, yeah. did, did people avoid you because they knew you they were they avoided wrestling? me until they saw that I got my extra rounds in so then they'd be felt brave enough to come in you he get was, what I mean like, he they was would doing be like oh 10 rows of 10 yeah tired now but he was doing jiu-jitsu at a different time 
Yeah, know? yeah. It was a different period of jujitsu when you were doing jujitsu. Yeah, listen, my first, the first gentleman I ran into when it was for jujitsu was Daniel Ververde, runs MMA mm-hmm. Masters. Okay. If you don't know who he is, I, I promise you, he's a legend of a legend. I yeah. don't care what anybody says, his grappling skills. Are, are amazing. I mean, he beat Vinny Magalhaes mm-hmm. after, I'm, and I'm sorry if I slaughtered his name. Magalhaes. Magalhaes. <laughs> after, after the UFC show, when uh, it was Minotaur on the show, he was uh-huh. Minotaur's jiu-jitsu coach, uh, Daniel, on the show. And yeah. then he showed up to a grappler's quest and they needed a match for Vinny. He went out there, out of shape and all. He, he put work on him, man. Like, he got skill. Like, this man, you want to roll, have fun? Yeah. Go check him out. Black Belt Judo, Black Belt Jiu-Jitsu. Well, he was my first, and I was in 2000. Five when I came back to visit from college. That's and, early, bro. And my two friends that in high school that were teammates in wrestling, the Alfonso brothers, Pablo and Pedro Alfonso, which were MMA guys down here. Mm-hmm. Um, they they were messing with jujitsu, and he was doing it out of like, like we're talking about like sheds in the park on the beach. <laughs> and he man, he wasn't calling it jujitsu. It was just one of those like, yeah, we're rolling, we're all training. Like no gi, I don't care gi, I don't care. I did. We knew nothing. That's why I. At that era, it was almost catch wrestling. Yeah, it was just like whatever. Let's just roll. And like, yeah. because I wrestled, he was always like, "Game, let's do this." Like, and so I never, he never really showed me nothing. He just, it was more training for for me. You went there to go spar. Yeah, like yeah. you know, and uh, and that era, like he never cared. He never stressed about like the jujitsu philosophy. So I knew nothing. But when I really got into putting the gear in two thousand nine. That was strange. Like you wouldn't get that. You you wouldn't like that. Like oh my my student did this, you would not get that. Yeah. Like no, nobody would. It was wasn't going past no, doors. No, bro, no, <laughs> no, man. You don't understand. Like I, I would get. I would. I I would almost get curb stomped if like I, I I when I would tell people, yeah, I took my coach down. It's like, but but I wrestled college, my man. Yeah. Like. Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like that's supposed to. Is, like, we can't. is that when you first put the gi on? Two thousand nine. Was that your yeah, first yeah, jiu-jitsu? Two thousand nine, mid, mid, uh, mid two thousand nine. So yeah. Besides that, how much has changed? It's, I mean, you've seen the evolution of jujitsu. And the gi- I mean, I think we're well. I mean, just in the, the evolution of jujitsu in South Florida. Period. I mean, forget about the entire country and jujitsu I mean, itself. It's so you, it's so yeah. different now than it is before. Look, you were so like, what, when I was in jujitsu here, when I mean when I got into in two thousand nine, right? There was a gentleman named Boca. They call him Boca. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't know his full name or if that's even his full his whole name, but he's the one who he his he partnered up with. It was Pablo Popovich, and then it was Cyborg School, and it was and it was Boca, like I said. And with those three schools, that's when they won the world championship in 2011. Was it Wasn't Was it Wagner? He wasn't. No, nah, he was Popovich. Oh, he was Popovich. Uh, he was Popovich. Yeah, I don't know if he was right? a black belt yet at the time either. I don't know, but, but he, he was, he was talking about like why he, they would go around. Like that, they would just train, like, train. No, no, but everybody. they would go to all those paid competitions. Yes, yes. And then they would oh. just show up, and then like just win every. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They were just like, we're gonna go there and win a thousand dollars. We're gonna go here and yeah, win a thousand yeah, yeah. dollars. Man, gonna... think about it. The 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 porn convention would come to Miami Beach and they hold a jujitsu tournament during the yeah. same convention, and it was like ten grand. It's pretty much the like, same we, thing. We we'd go to all. We go to all these events, you know. So that era was just like all right. Who your guys? Who's our guys? Let's get together. And you know they made that the Avengers flag ordeal, and dude, like it, it was just, it was different in the sense where like like we want to fuck shit up, we want it. But in that same era, dude, it was like Vikings charging another town. Yeah, and <laughs> but in that same era, just look at the craziness that was in Florida. You had Marcelo Garcia down south, mm-hmm. right? You had Alexander Sacconi. Marcelo Garcia was teaching down here before New York. Yeah, school, yeah, my man. Okay, oh, wow. I didn't know I was that. About that. Yeah. It's in the same thing. Like, yeah, down south. Down yeah, down south, southwest, south okay. Miami, man. And you had Alexander Sacconi, right? Which his son, like I think, just won the trials in Brazil as well. And just, I mean, 
phenomenal jujitsu practitioner. So he'll be working this. You had weekend. Kavaka. Kavaka was in Florida. You had Hop, uh, Hubson Maru. Hubson Mora. Sorry for slaughtering everybody. Yeah, yeah. He's in Florida. You, yeah. you, you, dude, like uh, who else? Bouchesha was just like a young lad, like in Florida. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, mm, it's a Brazilian hub. This is one of them for it, sure. Yo, like, Florida was phenomenal. The mecca. The business still is kind of the mecca. It's, it, you you watch it become there. And then Popovich had Wagner, had AJ Sosa, had uh, countless others. You know, they had that guy Boca. But what killed a lot of these dudes is Miami is so different financially when it comes to martial arts. Like, so that's why a lot of them had to like, and he went out to New York and kind of blew up from there. Yeah. But um, it, it was. Would you just kind of mean that wasn't money? People didn't want to pay for it. What, what do you it's mean? It's a hard market. It was is different. That, is that the atmosphere in Florida, in Miami, Miami, makes you feel like you're working and then you realize nobody's working. Like the, the flow it doesn't feel like, no one feels tentative to actually move. It doesn't, they don't, like, it seems like people are not obligated to move. Like, maybe it feels different now. You mean, you're talking about literally moving like in work, work, people, work, people, like people, work, people, like, yeah, like, like, people are just like, yeah, I work, I do, I do marketing, right? And yeah. like, and then you realize they don't do shit. Like, they really don't. Like, everybody. Oh, everybody, you just say, okay, like that. Yeah, we call it like the, no work, the Nobody the, the, was an official no work workers here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was, it was no weird, you know? So like. Like, what do you do? I'm an actor and, so, you know, so, never had an acting Exactly. Ever, yeah. So combine that with the Brazilian mentality of jujitsu like it's chill Laid it's a relaxed yeah. sport and, and, and nobody know how to run a business nobody yeah. know how to charge nobody know how yeah. to get clients in like it was a shit yeah. show you okay, know I get that. And, and Marcelo you know he had the bounce luckily you know and I'm, if anybody if I'm wrong I guess anybody put in a comment section this is your his, story his business his business yeah. partner or the gentleman who, who helped him was just a student at the time invited him in New York I think he was like a chess champion or whatnot okay. and, and he told him and he kind of set every all the chips up for him and that, you know, that's just yeah, one of the stories. It was like a mentor-mentee type thing. Yeah, you know. It's like, probably a trade-off I, for gyms. I, like I say it all the time. Like, again, most of the, I believe that gyms that, that have failed, they fail because you're an athlete or you're somebody who came up in the game and doesn't necessarily understand or didn't understand how to market. Now, it's different. If you come up in a system, you come out of a gym, there's marketing, there's Facebook, there's yes. Instagram, yes. there's you know, I got to do my, you know, once you, you get on the podium a few times or you're a high level, you know, maybe there's a, a instructional or a BJJ fanatic. There's a business around it yes. now where you can make money, even if you have a small gym. Right. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, honestly, Gordon doesn't have a gym now. He can't all the money he made. He's got sponsors wazoo though. That's but different. He, right, again, He's got but, BJJ but fanatics right. money. There's, but he never, without owning a gym, you could make money. You could yeah, be a very new, very new, very new. Be training at somebody else's gym or be a coach, not, never yeah. own a gym, and make money. I think ultimately, I've asked the question that was a lot. Res- like, that was can you make for money like without owning the gym? The answer is now yes, you can. Oh, uh, well, you know, yes, yes. Okay. Do, but do you think it's a yes because, like, I, like there's a formula out there or because a yes because, like, like any, like if you can reach more people, I but, think. I think okay, so you can make money, but it has a lifetime. It, it it's not it's finite. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to do it forever. I think the gym is where you build that next generation. You turn, you know, Gordon Ryan turning or creating ten other Gordon Ryans that are at his gym, bringing in people, bringing in more, right? And then you know, listen, if you're a coach, you maybe get. He said I don't he know, might like not even a open a school. Pie, like, hey, does Danaher get a little right for coaching him? Right, I'm sure there's got to. He's got to be paying his coach, right? There's like it's like boxing, right? You have a corner, thirty percent. Wow, he's also a coach too, there's so he gets compensated. Thirty percent, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's thirty percent of in boxing. I think it's something around thirty percent, maybe even more. That goes to your coaches, your corner mm-hmm. man, your cut man, right? Mm-hmm. So there's got to be money. Like, yeah, you're making that money, but in order for there to be longevity in jujitsu, I do think that you should own a gym. 
because now you have this home base. You're only one injury away from never being able to make money again, right? You can hurt yourself. Yes. Speaking of which, right, you said we were talking earlier. You had an injury, yes, right. You, you had to let, let uh, we talked about it off yeah. air. Yeah. Let's talk about it, right. That's one injury away from like I can't teach jujitsu again if this ends my career. I'm still very skeptical now, on teaching right now. Yeah, like my a lot of you, like as we was talking and I was rambling, I had to like I, in my head I'm talking to you guys, but I'm yeah. trying to recollect like where I was trying to go with it because like I still have like post concussion. So let, so. Let's, let's so how long ago was this? You you, you, had, you had an injury November 27 this, this past year. Yeah. Yep. So we're coming up on a year. Mm -hmm. So so tell everybody what happened. I uh, just practicing with one of my kids and I uh, just, you know, we're working some technique and I went to go take him down and I saw he wasn't reacting accordingly to like fall safely. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, whatever, I'll bring him down slowly. It, but he kind of just collapsed. I don't know. If, I don't, you know, I can't recall like, but if he just collapsed or being funny and he pulled my weight with him. And before you know it, I hit the top left side of my head and I went from rolling to like, I, f I had no feel of nothing. I was full quadriplegic. I was, yeah. I was full. I was full. Um, it took a, it took a while for it to all come back. Um, it came back that day, but that's still scary. The yeah. issue, yeah, the issue. Should you go to the hospital right after that? Yeah, or? I went to the ER, and I don't know if I can say the name of the hospital. It's the worst piece of shit place. Let's, on let's the not. Planet. It's the worst, man. It's I the mean, worst. You can. We don't. Have to, yeah. It's the worst, man. Um, I got there. I got there maybe at one o'clock. Does, that... does it rhyme with Raxon? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good match, but and uh, yeah, I got there like at one p.m. Um, my wife and my daughter finally met me there, and I got the neck brace on and all, and. Man, I never saw a doctor there, man. Like, like, really? like this, like when I rolled in, they, the doctor was like, "Oh my God, let's put him in the CT machine. Let's put him in the MR machine." After that, though, I ain't seen. I, I I only saw nurses, and not even the same nurse twice. Wow. Right, and we talked about it all night. And throughout the time, my my my, uh, my jaw started clen clenching, started, started clenching. Like like all my other residual effects were far worse. It lasted for a good two months too, and the torture I'm about to tell you. So there's a there's a nerve in your in your face is 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 you know, you get like lockjaw, you know? It's, mm -hmm. um, but the, the main nerve is called transgeminal neuralgia or some sort of, if I, hopefully I'm saying it correct. So Somebody will correct us online, yeah. don't worry. And <laughs> the uh, are apparently right. majority of the pain clinics in the U.S. came up due to this pain. Like like people go turn skits go on me because it's pain. Like we're talking about it's a central nerve in the head. And, yeah. And I spent about a month, uh, I spent the first three weeks with that without knowing what the issue was. Golly, man. Right. And as I'm calling back the hospital and I'm like, you guys cleared me with a clear, clean bill of health. Like, I can't put my head down. I can't move my head. I didn't eat for 11 days. I couldn't eat, but I had to learn to use my electric toothbrush to massage my, my jaw from the outside and then stick it in my jaw and sip through a straw because I still couldn't open a wad. And I'm wow. and I'm getting these residual effects. And I'm like, yo, like, what's going on? I'm like laying on a couch. And you said you, you were just like a few inches off. Of yeah, the like, like a few inches, man. You like, probably hit the mat harder than that. A million times million in your wrestling times. and jujitsu yeah. career. A million times, yeah. million times, man. That's the human body. And and you know, and I'm going through this nonsense, and I'm talking to the hospital, and like, go find out. Like, these things started unraveling. I realized, like, I went from a scary incident, right? That was when you learn what it is, you realize it's pretty detrimental, right? You then I start recalling everything in my life, and I now start becoming a lot, a lot more picky on my wife wearing a seatbelt and my daughter's seatbelt because I had an extreme case of whiplash. Is that what it was? Is yeah. What? But when you hear whiplash, you think it's a joke. Like, oh. You, yeah, call 1-800-411. My dude, <laughs> do you, do you yeah. understand? Hey, they don't sponsor the show. Don't <laughs> hey, yo, if you don't know that number and you're from Florida, 
<laughs> I want to know how much rent yeah. is under that rock. I used them one yeah. time when I got to an accident here yeah. when I first moved to Florida. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, I, and then that started bringing me back onto, I'm like, I'm starting analyzing my coaching better and how I coach and what I coach. And, yeah. how I, and, and so where I'm getting at is like that injury, like you're right. Like it was something that happened so like random and it, it became, and it, and it was it's an injury, right? Benign accident. And, and then it, it, ex- it got even worse due to the, me- the the horrible medical attention I saw. See, and it didn't go for a day. It didn't go for two. It went so life-changing, right, that today, like, as we speak now, man, Still dealing with that? Here, yeah. psychologically. It's, it's PTSD. Okay. Is it yeah. going to come back? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm P- it's PTSD oh. because yeah. post-concussion syndrome is a real thing. It's a yeah. serious thing. Like, people don't get it. Like, these things come later, which then, ch- that's what changed my whole mindset in regards to, like, like I baby my athletes yeah. even more. Like, yo, yeah. stop, man. Like you just did this. Like, yo, why did your head hit like that? Like I see, I no, see no, no, yeah, yeah. I see it much more often now, I guess because I'm looking for it. Right. But then I realize, you, like, man, you know, like like I can anybody can be there. Like I'm the come on, man. I wrestled my whole life. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like let's bring another one, like Benjamin Kuzo. Oh, Kuzo. Ben yeah. Ben Kuzno. Yeah, yeah man. Kuzo, that's Kuzo, tragic. Kuzo, Kuzo. So ben so tragic. Hey, you know, of, uh, you know what I mean? Miami, like, yeah. Awesome dude, by the way. Yes. Yeah. I know him since he was a kid. He's a beautiful dude. But but do, I, I, I don't I don't even know. No no. But I'm I, just saying. But I don't of, even know what happened. How many times has that? Dude, how many times has that dude double legged somebody? How many times has he been double legged? How many times mm. he's been joking around? The human in his body, body is is freaking fragile. And, and I, I I totally understand that PTSD thing because I had a scary thing that happened to me July last year, and I almost died. And it turned out to be a, a infection in my head from uh, from teeth. Oh yes, man! And and I almost died. Uh, I'm still recovering from that, but mentally, mentally, it's gonna be about it's, it's a I, All right, so it changed my life. As somebody who had a heart attack, I feel that. Yeah, I, I went. I had a heart attack. It's like anxiety. Within yes. just a few months, I was getting pain. And again, I didn't understand. It. I was getting pain. There's a little, like a little thing here in your sternum that that hangs down. Mm-hmm. And when I do, would, like, I got back to jujitsu within like three, four weeks. I was training again. Took it easy. And I didn't realize it though. But I would be like, if I was hunched over, the pain. I didn't know it was this thing until the doctor put his finger on it. I would be hunched over at a computer all day or like whatever on your diaphragm, and it was putting pressure, and I would feel it all through my chest. And I'm like, I'm having another heart attack. I had to leave work. I went back, had to check myself into the hospital because I was having, you don't know, but it was here. I'm in bed. They went through all the things. They had to go back in and check my stint. I had four stints put in. They had to go check them all. But again, I had that, like, everything was like, oh shit, is this another heart attack? The doctor comes in, I'm laying in bed. He goes, I go, you know, I got this pain. He goes right here. I'm like, ow. He goes, yeah, that's physical pain. That's not your heart. Walked out. He's like, he's fine. (laughs) After I got all, of course they did all of the tests again. And went back in they and got charge all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the old so, saying. But I have I I I've gotten really good with it because now I if I get a little pain I'm like stop and I go okay that was because that's because I moved that like dude, this. That's and, how and, I and am. you got a, and you got an injury to tell you that right? That's like sucks. so like like man I'm a big I'm a big proponent of this right like like like. Obviously it ain't our story to tell you know and that person will tell but I like to know every single detail of how Ben got hurt and and, I, and not. Not to put fingers I don't even anything. Really know I the think story. it's a research, you know, like it's yeah. a research thing. Like you got to know what's going on. Like, like yeah. I said, who would have knew like what I had was a severe case of whiplash, right? Like, man, they thought my head was floating on my neck. Like we're talking about fusing my neck. We're talking about fusing my C1 yeah. to C2. Fusing my C1 to C2. Like I wouldn't oh, have never been under this because they didn't know what was going on. They're like, yo, it's a problem. Crazy. So they go find out like what he said. Like he said he almost died from a, uh, an infection right in his jaw. Like, and I start realizing like, 
yo, these are things that I've heard many times that people just brushed off, you know, like, like, and like, no, my man, like the spec, the effects can come. Like, yeah, you, there's I, residual. It's so I, fast. Like man, you really just... think, you really think that that, okay, that impact is what caused me the injury that I had, but it's so severe yeah. that there was something underlining there. Yeah. That I brushed off before, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, okay. So and you I get what I mean? It's like, yeah. and, and in jujitsu, yeah. everybody's it like, everybody in jujitsu yeah. was like, that aggregated something else that was already. You had, that's what you, you had think, something you think? going on yeah. already. And, 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 yeah. Same thing. So I, so I had this infection going on, but what I didn't realize was that I had issues with liver that were going on that I didn't know, and I wasn't watching my pee, and that's what was the first sign. And I, uh, no, it's just, I don't know. It's just discolored. Maybe I don't know. I'm smoking too much weed. Or I whatever. think as I men too, we and like, everything is just like, ah, it's nothing. Yeah. Dude. And, and now, <laughs> now it's like, I, I, I'll feel, if I feel a little bit nauseous, if I feel uh, a little bit dizzy or if I, you know, it's You're like, like oh, oh shit, it's back. Bro. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 I, and I don't but want nobody. happens to this day. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want nobody out there to be panicking at me thinking I'm telling, no, listen, yeah. you got your, you got your risk of injury in anything you do. Right. But what I'm coming about is like in the jujitsu world, don't every time I said I had an issue, they'd be like, oh, go to yeah. yoga class and go yeah. stretch. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Like go to yoga yeah. class. Like, what is that going to do for me? Uh, oh, no, don't go to the doctor. Cause you know, they're trying to rob your insurance. Makes you more, but dude, if you got insurance, if you got insurance, go fucking go. Like, you know what I mean? Like go. I'm not a big, uh, a big fan of the coaches that are that like train through the pain. Walk it off. Okay, if you're if you got a competition coming up and that's how you make your money, okay, maybe that's a conversation you have. It's a paycheck. But yeah. if you're a hobbyist or somebody that's just doing jujitsu for themselves, oh, maybe you're gonna compete, but you're not doing this for money or to it's not about the podium, it's about the exercise, the camaraderie, the brotherhood, the sisterhood, whatever it is. That shouldn't be the same conversation you have with all of your exactly. students. I've been in rooms and I won't say the name, but I've been in rooms where the coach says that and had given that speech of like train through the pain. You can do it. Find something to do. And I'm like, it was he a champion. Yes. He won. Yeah. You know, it makes me laugh. The ones that did not Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's yeah. so many of those men that tell so, you to train through the yeah, pain. To, and do to, all that. My, in my whole career, man, like I got blessed. I won my first world title as a blue belt. Right. And, and after that, like, you know, I was doing well, I was winning everything. And then, mm -hmm. People, you have people in the room that tell me, yo, Will, we got to get together. We got to train. No, Will, you can't train like that. And I, and I, because I was a blue butt, I was like, I can't talk up to these guys like this, right? But in my mind, I feel like saying, motherfucker, I'm winning. You're not. Yeah. Like, stop telling me what to do. How about you do what I'm doing? You know? So, like, yeah. I ask that because a, a lot of people who tell you that stuff are like, that's that? That's that wrestling that's mentality. Though, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, what did you win, man? Like, you know, like, <laughs> yep. tell me that nonsense. Yeah, no, I mean, the, you got to, you know, the, this, you got to consider the source. There's, there's an opposite say. effect to that, right? Like, I was in the military, right? Like, I've been in stressful situations. So it's like, for me, like, I know I'm a hobbyist. And, like, I'll go hard against people who want to go hard because what I think scrapping is fun, you know? But, like, I got, I got the opposite of that. Like, when people take it too seriously, I almost start laughing because I'm just like, bro, like, you're gonna, you know, that Excel spreadsheet's gonna be hard to do with a headache in the morning. Yeah, you know, right. like, that's what I'm saying. Like the guy, that's like I got, not the, I got the, the opposite. Hobbyist I got the opposite effect. Like, and I'm not saying that you can't take it seriously, but when it's the hobbyist, yes, who's trying to murder no, 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 people, there's a difference. Or really, like we, we've got certain people in our gym. We know who they are. Yeah. Who show up late for the warm ups, and then they do, then they jump in, a, and they want to murder everybody. And yeah. but as soon as you you're putting it on them, oh hey, oh this hurt. oh my toe my big toe I got an ingrown yeah. hair I got yeah. an ingrown toenail no. oh you can't oh, you get those an Look, hair. when I'm hurt I tell I'll tell somebody like listen all the I got I got I got 
the groin is usually the only thing what do that you I've do? had I to say. I got a groin injury. You're going to have to I got it. a groin injury. I don't ever tell anybody like, hey, I had a heart attack. Take it easy on me. As a matter of fact, I go, if you take it, like when people are hey, you okay? I'm, if you take it easy on me, I'm going to work you hard. If I see that you take it easy <laughs> yeah, on me, yeah. like you think you're doing me a favor, I'm going to go really hard on you. So don't. But when I had the groin injury, that was, a, that was a bitch. That's like five months of like, I can't really yes. move to a certain side. I'd have to literally like, okay, I'm going to pull guard or hey, just come on top, like jump on top because I'm going to be here. And I'd let them work and then I'd work what I yes. could. But I couldn't really go from this side because I couldn't push the leg in. Yes. So I couldn't like shrimp or push or I just couldn't do anything here. I had to keep this leg down because I couldn't squeeze it. I couldn't push it down. Okay. So I was always on this side. Yeah. But I would tell him, said, listen, I got a groin injury. I'm going to be on this side. If you go this side, I'm probably going to tap because I can't, I can't move that leg and it's painful. Yes. And they would be okay with that. But that's probably the only time I was just like, hey, take it easy on me because I got this injury. Yeah. And I'm also not trying to murder them. I know I'm going to let you work because I'm you're, you're taking it easy on me. But with the heart attack, I was just like, fucking don't take it easy on me. I never, I was just I like, think, let's I go, think let's you, you learned to tell the difference literally like after a year and a half. You got like the guy who's got a competition coming up and he knows that you are an active dummy for them. Like you are, you're just good enough to give them the resistance to give them a good training round. You are competitive. Should that be discussed though? If you're a hobbyist and this guy's going to be going to competition and you don't even know, maybe you don't know him too but well. Like it's Should he be telling, is it his responsibility? Culture, I, I make yeah. my guys in my gym, yeah, when, they, when they meet somebody or somebody new come in the gym, for them to ax, right? Yeah. Well belt are you? And I'm this belt. 100%. Because, because since the leg lock game, you got guys in there, right? Who like literally come in there pussyfooting and looking like a white belt, right? And all mm -hmm. of a sudden, like they get in a position and they, and they rip a heel hook. Yeah. So I've gotten into arguments, and I'm talking about arguments where like I'm a, I grab people, and I have to throw yeah. them out the gym because like that makes no sense. You guys should be ready for whatever. Hey, listen, don't insult our skills. I didn't say we're not ready. I'm saying don't be slick. We don't know who you are. You're in our yeah. home. We like to be nice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Do yeah. them. For you can sure, do them, but yeah. let us know you're doing them. Yeah. So then when we see you, we don't, we don't like, I mean, who's expecting a white belt to do a heel hook? Like, yeah. you can, but in my, in my gym, all of them. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm now, serious. So now, you know Drew. Yes. You know Drew Phoenix. How do you know yes. Drew? Because we'll, we'll get into his theory of the white belt. 2009. Yeah. From, from the Popovich days? Yeah. Because he, yeah. he was a Popovich, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He when was he a saw, Popovich. He do, you know, ACL, do you know Junior Vega? Little Junior? You would have to know him, yeah. He's a. Part of the show, he was I'll a host a for quite some time. I'll show you, a picture, um, but he like yeah, they he was from Popovich. I think uh, he actually said I think like Wagner gave him he was at Popovich's, but Wagner like gave him his purple belt. Like okay. he has that memory of that time. Okay, um, but you know you know Drew from yes. those days. Yes. Okay, you know Drew is an advocate for leg locks. Yeah. Why? He's like I train. Yes. You know yes. yes, I know you. Know He's a big part of the show for a long time. He is, I'm hoping to get him back on, on 100 on episode 100. All the time. So, um, what point was I making? Um, There's a difference. No, you're like oh, a, so. Oh, no, the, Drew, the, the, Drew specifically says he says my white belts. Uh, what does he say? My he belt, belt train a, train the heel hooks because my what is he? Because my white belts don't how to defend heel hook. My white yeah. belts do do my Foot white locks. belts do uh, do heel hooks. Because they know how to defend heel hooks. He has a They're way of saying it. They're not allowed to do them. He'll do, he'll do the foot, no. the straight foot lock. No, no, no. He's, he says. But he trains. No, there's like literally, he said, I, he, he was on the show. He does train he them. He says, but my, looked, my, heel, my white belts do heel hooks because they know how to defend heel hooks. Yes. Yeah. Right? Or, he, again, he has a saying the way he says it and it was clever and it was on got the a, show. He's no, got a rule though. But when yeah, they yeah, roll. but yeah, no, like it's not like, hey, don't rip, don't be a brown belt ripping a, a leg, a heel hook on a, For on a sure. white belt. But he teaches them from when they begin to at least know how to defend it sure. so that they can understand it. Sure. And, I, and I get that. I can't say that I'm in total agreement with it. 
I think that there is like a level of why, why would you ignore you could, 50% yeah, like, of the human body? Yeah, Joe I, I, no, think, no, I think stop. Let, I mean, it was bring brown that back. Belts. Bring that back. We got to talk was about brown that. Belts back in the day, right? It was yeah. just like at brown belt, that's when you start really learning like leg attacks, things beyond, uh-huh. you know, a straight ankle lock, right? Uh-huh. I think I understand it and it's necessity. And now the rules have changed for, excuse me, even some of the smaller competitions at lower belts. White belts could do straight. You have to, ha- you have to do it. So I get it. the the playing the 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 field has ch- has changed, but I still think I know. We all know. You you got a spazzy guy in there that's like, oh shit, look at these. Yes. And he just does it a little bit too much, or he doesn't. Un- There's a it, the time on 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 the mat. I think is important for something that could be so dangerous. Of course. And rip somebody's knee I, with just a small yes. amount of effort. Yes. So I think so, there's a lot more responsibility that goes along with it. I don't necessarily agree with him. I respect him for what he does. And, and I've gone, I'm like, yeah, teach me some of these, hit, some of these heel hooks and leg locks. But I, I don't necessarily think that I agree with it from, again, a gym ownership perspective. You, if it's building a business and people are losing, you know, or, are, are blowing out their knees, it's not good for business. But usually that's not the case, right? So usually the school who's doing that, that that's not the case. Like I like I wouldn't doubt like the level of uh, the percentage of injury from his school and ankles. Mm-hmm. It's probably very low because the atmosphere is correct. So they already know each other's limitations. And, and yeah. they said, See, so I have no problem with that. I, I, I teach my guys everything. Where I was getting at with that sense is like when guys come fresh off the street, okay. like a, a new visitor, guy or whatnot. A visitor or a new yeah, student. you know, yeah. like we ask them like, well, Bell, and like they try like, you know, like the pussyfoot around it, and like, and then you eventually find out they're like, oh, it, yeah. it shouldn't matter. I'm like, yeah, because you're, you're thinking more about a Noki situation too. They're not putting on their uniform. They're not putting yeah, on the belt. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Not, I don't we might don't not know. even know. Yeah, yeah. So like, so the regi- like how my students would register. You know, all my students behave with new students yeah. as a way to bring in a new client. Right. All my students, they understand that. Why? Well, like, yeah, they, you know, they want that, is, that is good coaching practice. So, so, they, so, like, you know, I know what they're practicing in their head. They're telling them, so, oh, this is a new guy, Mogodis, and all of a sudden, this dude, hey. The first one was cool, but then I'll be like, hey, you know, relax. Like, this guy, you know, he's not so great at it. And then, like, I've gotten answers from people. Be like, oh, well, he should know. I'm like, my man, listen, don't be slick with me. I'm yeah. telling you that I, I'm not saying he doesn't know. I'm just letting you know it's not his forte. So can you work something else if you're so good? Like, this is all you're doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, he's, spamming, so he's spamming. He's spamming the same. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm like, cause, yeah, because I could simply tell you, yo, let's stand up and let's only do ADCC rules. By the time yeah. we get into the second five minutes, you can't pull guard. You're not going to like me blasting you through the house. You know? Like, yeah. He's a Felipe, gym, he's Felipe like a gives troll. me a lot of shit when I, he, he, oh, he'll walk around the room and he'll say something. <laughs> if he sees me in a north-south choke on a lower belt mm-hmm. or he sees me with somebody in a lockdown in a banana split, <laughs> you know, a white yeah. belt with a leg over my shoulder and I'm, and I'm doing a banana split. He, he says something. There's you, I, I, I'll tell him, I'm not, I'm not ripping this. I'm doing it gently. I'm going to let him tap. I'm not like, ah, killing him, killing him softly. I'm not going for like the knee. I'm like, okay, I'm just really going for the stretch, but he'll be like, he'll, he'll, I'm of the mindset. I love like the North South is my favorite. I just feel like a lot, most people don't coach how to defend going, somebody going North on you. Uh, so it's been my favorite Marcelo, you know, a la Marcelo Garcia. I learned it straight from never taught by a coach, straight from Marcelo Garcia on YouTube. And but he'll walk around and he'll just be like, it's almost like real original, Milt. You know, good uh, train new moves. You know, and I'm there in the north south. And I'm like, I just get That's there, crazy. but he's I love to, it. He's trying to get but you to black belt. There are so, there are these little intricacies in that move that I'm like, if I just move the head a little bit this mm-hmm. way, oh, I can push out, holding the body down. Maybe I have an arm in. There's a if I can't get it on somebody, there's a way I lay next to them. And you're I you're a black belt. You're a black you know, belt at that move. At, so, that's but a black I love belt practice. But I love practicing that because 
I, there are the, there's a little flow to it for me, but he definitely gives me shit. Like you're saying, like try do something else, like practice something else. I'm not great at you know triangles or arm. Like I don't go for that. I'm going sweep, get on top. Of course, big boy, dominate, game. go north south. That's just like been my flow. So anyway, but he gives me shit just like that. He'll tell me like. Work on something else, bro. You know, you got yeah, you're a paying you got customer. Stuff, He's talking right? about yeah. some dude walking in there. <laughs> and, and then he starts moving like I had that with that guy like that, Ryan like that I wore a t shirt over my rash guard and tried to choke me with my with my t shirt. Yeah, you know, you know, I, I think everything that you've said, the social engineering and then a lot of good coach. I've I've had a weird journey so far. Uh so I've been to three schools and it's because I, I just move, you know. Like mm-hmm. I've been I I keep doing better at life. Like and so I <laughs> That's really been my problem. Like I he's, he's a blue belt in jujitsu, but he's you know, like you know, a brown belt I, at life. And I commend that. To be honest with you, yeah. I, man, if I got if I got students, man, that like are longer than me, longer are with me longer than four or five years, and they haven't moved forward, I feel like I failed as a coach. Man, I don't care how good I'm making jujitsu, man. If yeah. I don't get you to like, so man, like yo, I need a job, and then you you don't talk to the next dude in the gym who may have a job opportunity. Yeah. Like yeah. If I don't if I don't have that commodity in my gym, I feel like I'm shit. I'm doing a that's shitty the, job as a coach. That's the point I was making. Is right. like that that Felipe had a great environment. Mm-hmm. I moved to Davie. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to a different school, and then and then I went to a different school just because of fit, whatever, yes. and my own personal views on stuff, and then. And and it's like, dude, every single school, even the one that I left, uh, it's like the 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 gym environment is what you were saying is conducive. Like your students are welcoming, your new students are learning how to be welcoming, and they learn those lessons through the coaching and the mm-hmm. social engineering that you do, right? You're you're passing on your your values as a coach, and um, I think that's that's where it comes from, man. It comes like the gym that I'm at now, bro. Like we watch UFC fights together. I feel lucky that I've only been there for less than a year and they invite me to go watch a UFC with them. That says something about them, but it also says something about me. I'm a person that they could invite to go do. They want to hang out. You know, they don't have to. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to pay my membership. I live down the street. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's convenient. It's a good school. It's a Henzo Gracie school. It's good lineage. Great instructor. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Adrian. Right? But, like, I think that, I think as a student, even though you're a paying customer, you almost have a responsibility because of jujitsu, the way jujitsu is, the way jujitsu culture is, to also give back to jujitsu no matter what your belt level is. Because you got to learn that those are the people that you're training with. If you're going to go fight in a competition, I don't like to call it fight. If you're going to go in a competition and compete, um, like those are the people, that's the iron that's going to sharpen your iron, right? Like those are, and then what you said, I've seen people get jobs because of jujitsu. I've seen, yeah, but I've seen like people that like, hey bro, I'm a, I'm a, I do film. Like, let me, sh- we just, our, our gym just had a promo video that I posted. I reposted out. It was a cool promo video. There's a dude that trains. He's a white belt. His son trains. He's a dude, just like a beautiful person, bro. Like, you know, when you talk to him, when you roll with him, he's getting his ass whooped. He's like, oh, I'm fat It's like being tired. in a fraternity. Yeah, but it's like. It's like you get the. Uh... But, but he gives, he gave back. He's like, hey, Papa Mira, I, I do film. Motherfucker brought a drone in the gym. We're like rolling. Filming, filming different angles, cut it all together. But again, that it's it is it's a fraternity because it's like a fraternity because you can go anywhere with your geese and you're probably going to be welcomed in for a role. Yeah, but he's he's a white belt. He's like a brand new white belt. His kid's been training there for a while. He got and he's like he's give like jujitsu baby. I know, like that's. But I'm I'm just saying, like I think I think wrestling's not like that. We've had people like 
Wrestling is like it's nah, not like that, right? You. I mean, wrestling. But like, look, hold up, hold up. You, uh, yeah, but it's, it's, it's not the same. It's a, it's a tougher love. You're probably not competing. <laughs> Forget about like your team is one thing, but when you're competing in wrestling versus competing in jujitsu, there's no there's no wrestling classes. There's, that's different. Yeah, there's no dude running wrestling. Well, I mean, what's gyms? your opinion on that? Like, we've had a lot of wrestlers come in and say, "Nah, man, it's like you hate you. You almost have to hate each other." It's a barrier. You know? Yeah, yeah, but but it's a hate. Man, it's not a hate where like I want to see this person fail and do bad. It's a yeah. it's a hate where like I hate you motherfuckers. I won in that spot, but I promise yeah. you, man, like the respect that I have for my my teammates, man. Well, that's even the one, not even the ones I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Yo, if you fucked with my teammate in any that's, kind of way, that's like no, I can no talk problem, bad about dude. my family, but don't you talk about bad yeah, about my family? Man, you know? <laughs> and you also you know? celebrate their victories. Of yeah, man, and, they and, do a good job. And, and, and this is what you You're gotta get. Like, but even I'm talking about like even another team. Like jujitsu, it's not too often that you it happens, but it's not too often where you see a real asshole on the mat, right? No, you, don't be lying. So, yeah, no, jujitsu has a. I've, I've experienced yeah, okay. a lot more of an asshole. Really? Feel okay. In the jujitsu gym, when you when get I was the, coming the up in the belts, right? From people just being upset of my intensity. Well, again, because you were a threat because you were a wrestler. Yeah, but that, but for jujitsu back in the day, that back even now. Doesn't every like you look at? I, right, he was a wrestler. He came in off the first time he rolled. I just saw how he was moving. I'm like, you wrestled? He said, yeah. Okay, let's roll. And I knew right. I knew right away. People are very intimidated by wrestlers because you you know there's that they know they're gonna get probably taken down more often. With jujitsu, right? It's a lot of pulling guard, mm-hmm. right? So there, people are afraid of wrestlers, especially if we know that somebody's been at a higher level. Mm-hmm. So, it's, but, you know, but just that approach was kind of weird to me because in wrestling, I'm gonna push you until I break you physically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But not actually break you, break you. Like I want to gas know, you out because yeah. that's what wrestling about. Like, put the weight on you. Want to make you throw you wanna, up? You want to pin them? Yeah, you know. And so like, so that was the drive. But then like when I would see like these guys all of a sudden throwing this guillotine or this kimura and cranking, I'm like, bro, you know you can break that dude's arm. Like he doesn't. It's like it's not that your technique's all that great. Is that that idiot don't know how to defend what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. He's going the wrong way. You know. And that was the part where I, I've I've saw a lot in jujitsu. Then now I don't travel to much gym, so I can't mm-hmm. I can't contest to that. I know I just know that I, the people that have come in through my gym visiting because I'm a man. In Beach. three years, those people are rare, and, and I've yeah and I've they're rare. And, and, no got, and gone and gone to a lot of open mats. Yes, and even in competition where I've lost, like I could tell that the dude could have been more. Now let me ask you this: Do you think that that change that this more loving environment, or at least a, a little bit more cohesive environment is because jujitsu changed the people or because now we got different people in jujitsu. I think, I think it's, it's think been, about that. All right. I don't have enough sample size like you do. Like you've been around to see yes. like a variety of uh-huh. it. I've only experienced what I've experienced. Uh-huh. And in my three years, and again, I'm observant. Like I, I try and understand. And I also like, I mean, this is my hobby. Like I do this podcast. So like I get to talk. Uh-huh. I've talked to uh, almost 100 coaches, if you yeah. think about it, or yeah. people that 93. do this all the time. 93. Yeah. And you know, I started late. I started late. So more like in the 70s. Yeah. 70s? Okay. No, I'm 70s. just saying you're about to get on your 100, right? Yeah. So yeah. But I've only oh, been him. here for like a. He hasn't been there from the beginning. So oh, okay. the, yeah. And not, not doing it. It's just because we never met. As yeah. soon as we met, he brought me up. And, but anyways. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It was Easy. love at first sight. And uh, no, but what I'm saying is like what I've noticed yeah. is that this is a business. Like I have an argument with this guy all the time about there's going to be jazzercise jujitsu. You just wait. Yes. The year 2040. Like a watered down version gonna, of jujitsu. Not, and not yeah. even water. It's like it's almost like how uh, what's that Zumba? Like how Zumba is to Muay Thai. There's going to be something like that to jujitsu where people are like. Don't oh, dude, touch I've each been... other. No, no, no. It's, yeah, exactly. Or... You don't touch each other at all. Like, come on, let's shrimp. And then they're... <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. 
that and they're playing like Maybe some acai shit in the background. Like, I love kickboxing. Never, I love jujitsu. That's exactly. a little extreme. That's a little extreme. But what bro. I'm saying is like, you'll, you, bro, you could get your ass whooped <laughs> in a warm up. Like for real, like yeah. a hard, like uh, yeah. a hard, hard yeah. warm up. I believe that. It's yeah, a, like a hit. Like okay, sprawl, burpees. True. You know, but stripping. the nature of jujitsu is contact. If you have to touch a hundred, a hundred. The reason why, why I'm not on board with the this. reason jujitsu. I'm is, not on board with this either. The, but the reason jujitsu or grappling in general, right? It's the supreme martial art, right? Is because we're the only sport that can spar every day. Yep. Yeah, and it's the only one that's it's forever evolving for every move. Every level, there's another level. Yeah. Right? For every move, there's a counter. For every counter, there's a new. There's mm-hmm. a counter and a counter and a counter. There's Think a new about move how many every day. Old people how many times? Yeah. How many times you you go on Instagram and you're like, oh, I didn't even know. Oh, I didn't even know that was there. Oh, that's interesting. Like you, learn, I'm sure that you learn new moves. Mm-hmm. You have to learn. Yeah. You have to. There's right? many I forgot. Yeah, that's ones you forgot. Ones that you don't do from the beginning. But we all learn to like. Oh, sh- like even when you learn a move and then you go maybe watch on YouTube, you're like, wow, that guy put his leg there. Oh, it turns it into that. Oh, and then there's an omoplata. I didn't even realize that that combination was there. That mm-hmm. flow of, for that move was there. That's for me. That's the beauty of jujitsu. Yep. Is like, there's never going to become a time you're going to go. All right, I'm not going to but the gym today, hon. I've yeah. learned all the jujitsu. My students have learned all the jujitsu. Yeah. It's it's done. We're closing because I have nothing else to teach. It, that's an impossible. It's never going to happen. Nobody's ever said no, no, no. I you, you train jujitsu. No, 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 I don't train anymore because I know all the jiu-jitsu. I don't have to. I know you, everything. It just doesn't man, exist. Look, 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 so, I, you know, I had the pleasure of having the Modofo camp at my gym. Um, and I don't know if you guys know what that is. That's Mm-mm. the camp where uh, the gentleman who runs ADCC right now, Mo, Mo yeah. Yeah. Team, he put in all the champions from 2019, or at least all of them that he can get into there. So, okay. we, had, you know, we had Kanan in there. We had the Rotolo brothers in there. We had Mike mm. Perez. We had JT Torres. Did you have the Rotula Steve, brothers? Yeah. Steve Malko wow. was there as, as wrestling coach. Henry Cejudo, Gordon Ryan. Oh, wow. Man, like, it was like creme de la creme. Yeah, it was creme de la creme, right? Yeah. And that's when I learned to understand Gordon, right? In the sense of that part you said right there, the ever-evolving, right? I don't... I guess it's to each person's opinion, right? I guess it's up to you. It's right? your like perception. It, yeah, it's your perception, yeah. correct? But they ran and understood so much of just the general mechanics that nothing was a mystery. Like they saw something and maybe never saw it before, but immediately got it and they let me go work route. it. Right. So I asked them, I said, man, how do you, how does Donahue get you guys to like come to practice? And he told me straight out, what do you mean? And I said, like, that gets bright. He's like, that ain't his job. That ain't his job. He comes in. He tells us what to do, and then we get it done. It's like, oh, but then, like, how about all the breakdowns? Like, he's like, my dude, like, all the breakdown comes after we already figured it out. It's like, that's not how he coaches. He comes in, he says what he's going to do, and nobody questions or says nothing. So at first I thought it was just like, you, you're a hype man yeah, for Mr. Donahue, you know? But then I watch him in class, and we're talking about this is one week, two sessions a day, two hours each session, a morning session. It's and a big sample session. size. Right. And I'm watching and I'm watching and I'm watching. Can you believe that this motherfucker, Gordon Ryan, Gordon Ryan himself, like yeah. never said, never had a talk back to nobody about no technique. Whatever he was told to do, he did. Never had a talk back. Do you you mean like he never had to say, hey, what do I do? What do you want? Like put my leg here? Like you mean like that? Or no, he means, it means it's like, why would you do it that way when you could do it this way? Never. Like that? Okay. Never. 
You ever. know how some people kind of like they they pretending like they're asking a question, but they're really just talking about how they normally do the move. Yeah, never like that oh, shit. Never. He just went and did it how he was taught because yeah. he learned a new way to yes, do sir. it. Then yes, sir. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's dope. Yes, sir. That's dope okay. as fuck. Never. Uh, okay. Do you understand? Do you understand? And we're talking about like I had I had some of my blue belt wrestlers. The there, best, but they were wrestlers, and I and I go and I'm like, yo, go talk, and they talk to him, and he would do it. Never. Never, bro. Like the whole five. Oh, days. but I do it this way. That never, never, happened. never. And it make matters even, even more phenomenal to me, right? And I'm, I'm talking about phenomenal. Like this is going around. He can say, "Fuck all you guys. I'm gonna do what I want." Yeah. He, re- he really could have. Like the camp yeah. really got pushed. You, you probably couldn't even stop him. Yeah. If you he, wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> to be you honest, know, when it came down to like doing the technique and sp- and sparring, he like I want to go to. He picked Steve Mako, Kyle Sermonera. Like we talking about like guys that were like on world teams. Yeah. And he only wrestled. Never, never, tr- never let his fear or concern, if he had any, get in the way of him. I'm a wrestle, and he wrestled. He banged. He sparred every day. Hey, he's a good every wrestler. Six, every six, never, yeah. never waved from. How me. long ago was this? When was this camp? Uh, right before COVID. Like right oh, yeah. when they shut us oh, down yeah. that January. Okay. Um, and like so, like getting to the point where, like, yeah, it's ever evolving. But just like his coach kind of changed the world with like the whole viewing of the leg locks, it's one of those like, nah, man, the mechanics have always been there. You just mm-hmm. chose not to see it. Your your mind is not ever evolving. Your mind needs to be ever evolving. It's not the technique. It's your mind that should be. And like he absorbed, he absorbed everything, huh? Everything, everything. We're gonna get into some That's listener so questions, but while we're talking about Gordon, yes. who do you got this weekend? Yeah, he should win. Uh, but I can't I can't I can't hold it against this is God. Like I mean he's been around for a while. I don't know. It's very seasoned. They look Yeah, I don't know what's up. You know, he's he's they're both looking very fit right now. He's a gamer, yes. He's 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 a He's a gamer. Like he's all about the rules. Gordon's you know admitted I mean? like, that yeah. Gordon's admitted that 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 Galval possesses multiple ADCC visits. Has been on the competitive circuit since two, early two thousands. Yes. He was seventeen years old. Professional black belt level for that long, and you don't dismiss that. No, he's yeah. like said that. Yeah, you know what I mean. So every like, he's a threat. He's, but he's but a, he's a threat as equally though. as threatening as what I just said is is a man who has the humility to understand that that is a factor and probably a decision-making capability that he has during that. He's aware enough to How know. How do you think it goes? How do I think it goes? Yeah. I think there's going to be a feeling out process, especially under ADCC rules. And then, it. I mean, you know, obviously go a million ways, but like if, if Gordon ends up on bottom, it'll probably stay that way. If... Galval ends up on bottom. I don't, a lot of scrambling. They, they yeah, be, yeah, yeah, he may not be, get back up. He may not get so, back so up. I, so I got to roll like, with all of them, right? That was like the, 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 the thing about the camp. And I'll be honest with you, a lot of jiu-jitsu guys think they're strong. They're not that strong. Me being a wrestler on my 11, lifting, not that strong. And I'm going to tell you right now, Gordon's a pretty strong dude. Yeah. Like, have, you seen him? have you seen any pictures yeah. of him just in the last couple of days? Like yeah, no, no, be, yeah, before that too. Like, you know, when I rolled with him. And another, another impressively strong guy was JT Torres. Yeah, yeah, attorney. Yeah, he's he's impressively strong, yeah. like strong and dense, like you know, yeah. like you, like like wow. There's like, a difference. So strong, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can talk about ADCC. I know, but this is actually going to air after that. So sure. a lot, we're, a lot of what we say is going to get heard Congratula- two weeks from now. Congratulations, <laughs> congratulations Gordon. Ray. Yeah, <laughs> but look, we got a couple of listener questions, so we're gonna we're gonna hit these and then we'll get into our drill down. So, um, this is. John Melendez, it's like John John Melendez on Instagram. He said, coming from a wrestling background, how was the transition into jujitsu? 
Does it help or make things tougher to learn techniques? Again, coming from that wrestling background. Okay, um, one thing, and uh, luckily you guys wrestle, so you may hopefully you, you do see it like this. For you coaches out there who have wrestlers in your room, they're the most open-minded person on the planet because they're willing to do whatever it takes to get the win. So if you l- approach them without putting them at their weakest end, like learn their strongest attributes, right? As a wrestler, you know they don't want to be on their back. So already work on their passing prior to putting on their back. Like don't don't purposely try to prove how much better jiu-jitsu is. They're in jiu-jitsu, so they already made that choice. Work on those attributes from wrestling to enhance their jiu-jitsu. Once they get comfortable, they'll come out. So Yes, it is extremely easy for a jiu-jitsu guy to get good in, in ju- I mean, a wrestler to get good in jiu-jitsu because our mindset is we just want to be the best. Mm. But it is extremely hard because jiu-jitsu coaches don't approach the proper way to coach them. So it's, that's it's, like, I don't, you know, I don't, so it's a jiu-jitsu coach that's never wrestled is going to be hard to help a wrestler with that transition, which is most. I feel like that's you know, they, it's, it's hard for them to understand how strong a 125 pounder can be. So they'll look at a 125 pounder and they'll look at a, at a 180 pounder and they'll tell a 180 pounder, stop using your size. Right. But that 125 pounder as a wrestler, I promise you, he's crunching that dude. Like, you know, yeah. like yeah. our gas tank. So it's a yes and a no. I think it's a tricky one for me. You know, I think you to, and again, I only train, I, I wrestled and I was pretty bad at it um, for a couple of years. But I was at the practices. I know what those practices are like. I know about running the stairs. You know, it wrestlers. The the you, there is like we talked about hit work. There's a hit workout basically in every wrestling session. You know, you ran. That's how you dry the mats? Man, did we run for like at least fifteen minutes, <laughs> a half hour, and that was <laughs> those mats, baby. You know, or up and down stairs, right? You know, running, yes. but you're running up and down stairs, second floor, back down. You know, so right, yeah, yeah. I, I do agree. It, it's I, I can see how it would be problematic for. Somebody who's not a wrestling coach to be able to kind of say, I know what you have. Like somebody with experience like you would be able to say, I did it. This is the roadmap. I already have the roadmap. Just follow my roadmap versus somebody who's just a black belt and has learned some wrestling to then really take the best parts of that wrestler and turn him into a jiu-jitsu practitioner. Yes. That's difficult. Enhance their tools. I was going to go down memory lane. You ever, you ever done so many you know, hands behind your back, back spins, you know, chest spins on somebody that both of your t-shirts, drills, yes. <laughs> that both of your t-shirts yes. come into one and like your back Not skin up. and your back skin starts coming off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so yeah. many of those. Yeah, dude, there's like some heart, soul breaking stuff. How many times? Sec- second question from John. Attention spans on kids are so low. How do we get these kids working out and conditioned without losing their attention? What's your what's your method behind getting your kids in line and, and, and really being able to learn? Doing it with them. Yeah. Do it okay. with them, man. I've, I've, I've seen amazing improvement. I'll give you an example. My daughter's, majority of my daughter's jiu-jitsu comes from my wife. Mm-hmm. My wife doesn't know nothing of jiu-jitsu. She knows nothing. Yeah. Literally, it was her practicing, having my daughter do it in the tub. Yeah. You're yeah. coaching? Yeah, you're she coaching, do what you're I, coaching she your do wife? Like, oh, I'm doing a burpee. Hey, do you know the burpee is just like the sprawl from wrestling? She's like, oh, yeah. look, I'm doing a lunge. Oh, wait, I'm going to bring my knee to the ground. Oh, that's a shot. And mm-hmm. my wife is the one who taught my daughter. Do it with them. That's the best thing I tell you. You're going to get it. But do it with them, but don't be their coach. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, so I don't coach my daughter. I hired a coach to coach her class. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't coach her. I don't is do that your message to the parents as well? Like, let me do my job and you can stay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in my room, my parents know what's up. But I'm saying it too, also to, to the ones who are coaches. I, yeah. I, I really believe, like, you'll have your time with your kid. 
Yeah. Don't don't make that time from the moment you put them on a mat all the way. You're to gonna their probably adult. push them out of jujitsu yeah. too, right? I, I've I've heard of instances, and I I know one personally. I almost where did it to my daughter. Yeah. When a parent starts to coach the kid, the kid's just like, ugh, it gets and they there. lose interest. Yeah, be the dad, be the mom, be the dad. Don't even even Ray. I think Ray says it. He's like, because now his no. Uh, we have a uh, we talk about we have it. a friend. We talked about it the other yeah, day. Yeah, he has he got his wife into jujitsu, and she just went to she went to Worlds. She's yeah. a blue belt. Yeah, but. He, I asked him. I said, "Do you guys roll? Do you try to coach?" Like, you? and he's just like, "I believe he's just like, no." He does talk to her like at the gym, but I don't think that he really he's a little bit more. And I and I don't see him coaching his kids a lot. I don't uh, see him coaching his kids at all. It's like let the coach do the thing. And I do know of an instance at our own gym where a father joined, and he was like getting so into jujitsu and tried to connect with his son. His son quit, and he found out later. The kid told a friend whose father, or mm-hmm. a, a friend who did jujitsu still at the school, he told him, he's just like, it was my thing. And now my dad kind of took my thing and he kind of pushed him out. So he just handled it the wrong way. He just got all excited about yes. it and wanted to be, plus the guy was a monster. He was like almost yeah. like six, yeah. seven. My, my, so it was like, he's my daughter's guy My daughter's too. six, so I got a long way to go. You know, I don't yeah. know if my advice is going to, is, is suiting a hundred percent, but I, learning every what, year. Bro. Yeah. From what I know, 25 years of, of working with kids is parents, they'll come to you. If you got to force it, like, they'll come to you. And your time may not, like, my time it may not be now to be her coach. Maybe I'll be her coach when she's a teenager. You know what right. I mean? But, like, like find currently now what makes them happy without trying to satisfy your own ego. Like, your yeah. your, your own ego may come later. Like, but right now it's not the time. Yeah, and listen, don't try to coach your kid. Especially if you don't do jujitsu. And it's parent, different. My don't son try is, to coach them. My son is different than my don't daughter. Don't try to coach them. Not not in the gym and probably not at home either. Yeah. Encourage them to maybe exercise or to mm-hmm. practice, but don't coach. There's yeah. a difference. Encouraging them to do something and coaching them. Are two it different was things. a Gracie. I can't remember who it was, but I was like, just like typical white belt. I'm going to scour all of YouTube for anything jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, and uh, I just heard, I just heard like, hey, you know, guys, if you're a parent, uh, only ask your kids two questions about jujitsu. Did you learn something? Did you have fun? And that is it. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's probably it, bro. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Dude. And and dude, that that changed that changed me, bro. And now sometimes I'll be just laying on the floor, just stretching or doing like like rolls, you know, like just whatever. Like when I'm and whatever. And my daughter will go to like do a Toriano pass. Just yeah. as a joke, and then just walk away. I don't like. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't Try to keep her there. But I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Sometimes you know, I let her. You know, it's I put her in a triangle right quick. Kind of situation. You let yes. them. Let right. them. It it goes back to the Gracies used to say, like uh, Henner and Hedon. They've said their father played jujitsu with yeah, them before they ever went yeah, to the gym. Yes. They played at home. It was a game. They. It was fun, and then when they went to the gym, it was like that's how it is. What they do with daddy at home. Yeah. That's how it is for and me then, now. Yeah. I have fun at the gym, bro. I'm yeah. a paying member. I'm just yeah. I go there and I think yeah. that shit's fucking like a candy yeah. store. So we have another question now. This one, this is a little bit odd, and I think we're gonna pick it apart a little bit because I'm not sure. Well, let me read it and then we'll discuss. So, will American style of jujitsu (parentheses) more wrestling ever surpass Brazilian jujitsu? Or do you or do you believe it has already happened? Do you get that question? Yes. I think we could pick it apart a little bit, but 
Do you, so do you have an answer? Okay. So will American, would the American style of jiu-jitsu, meaning it has more wrestling in it, ever surpass Brazilian jiu-jitsu? That's part one. You know what I mean? I'm probably going to get a lot of shit from all my American friends, but I don't, I'd like to stop calling it American jiu-jitsu, sorry to say. Um, jiu-jitsu, it's gone through its waves. Like when I first got into it, it was a heavily takedown game. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, to me, it's the coaching. Like people are more yeah. aware now how pivotal a takedown can be in that last shot and people are very aware of how that heel hook can knock out any guy of any size mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. the coaching aspect have gotten extraordinarily better like it's just it is what it is that like i i see more takedown game and i see more of the technique of it right but like i said it's we're still climbing on a tactical part like the approach the timing what to yeah. do you know like in wrestling and also get, the defensive game going like you get a shot on now it's a jujitsu type sprawl that's always existed with a pass from there yes. and how to attack turtles so and stuff like that. I, I think it's it, I, I don't know like i don't want to call it american jujitsu because i, I, I feel like it's that. a disrespectful thing because it's not it's Dude, i don't know there's a, this this is i don't like to call it I, I i've come to a place where i don't like the american like calling it american jujitsu i don't even call it Brazilian jiu-jitsu mm -hmm. anymore. I just call it jiu-jitsu. Somebody mm -hmm. asked me jiu-jitsu. My, my, you know, screen name is, says BJJ or, you know, uh, Uncle Milty BJJ right on, online. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's what I put when I started. Gotta have I the BJJ, bro. Jiu -jitsu. But I don't believe it anyway, anymore. There was an awesome, and I think I shared it. There's an awesome video that this young, I think she's a blue belt. This young girl made this video. She probably like late teens, uh, maybe even in her early twenties. And there was like two people arguing about Brazilian and American jiu-jitsu. Oh, is it that Asian girl? Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, she's and good. Then, and then, like, it's her playing every part, but there's two people arguing. It's her and her alter ego arguing about American and, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And then they're arguing about the name, the American. And then, like, it cuts to, like, an Irish girl. She's an Irish girl. It says, like, Irish practitioner going like this. And Canadian jiu-jitsu practitioner. Yeah. Australian jiu-jitsu. And it's just making fun of the fact, like, can't, can't the whole, can't, couldn't the whole world do that? Right. You know, yeah. couldn't, uh, uh, Craig, Craig Jones have Australian said, no, this is Australian jiu-jitsu. This is an American. Right. Every, every country could do that and claim like they put their stamp on it. I realize that after Brazil, right. Like we've had the United States, mm -hmm. Americans have had probably the biggest influence as a country on oh, jiu-jitsu. Yes. Oh, that's, yes. that's a Gracie's but fault, but you whatever. You can't then, you know, there's an evolution to jiu-jitsu and putting, um, uh, Knight, uh, Eli Knight. Eli Knight. He has a great story. He's like, I've never been to Brazil. He trains under under Horace Gracie. Yes. He's got the one with the blue. He yeah, yeah, the blue I know, I know. He's like, I've I've never been to Brazil, and I don't think putting a geographic modifier on the name gives it anything from that region or that country or that, or that special, world. Yeah. It was you know judo to jujitsu, right? And then Brazil. Okay, so you bring it here, and then you say, "Well, I'm from Brazil, and I do jujitsu, so it's Brazilian jujitsu, right?" So that maybe that kind of sticks that yeah. way. Mm -hmm. It's like going to China and saying, "Like, I want some Chinese food." Yeah. Like, no, it's food there, right? It's not Chinese food. When you go to Brazil, it's not Brazilian jujitsu, but it's more it's jujitsu, right? Yeah. So I don't. I just don't. I agree with him in that. It, like putting the geographic modifier or or yeah. saying that it's from a country, it doesn't make any sense. It's still jujitsu. Yes. Hey man, hey in America, in the middle of Kentucky and IHOP, you go order a Belgian waffle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That right? shit's called a Belgian waffle everywhere you go. 
because yeah. it's a, it originated in Belgium yeah. or whatever the yeah. history of it is. It's called the Belgian waffle. I'm good with it still being called Brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah, too. Yeah, that's right? what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it's like if it's okay for a waffle, yeah. just let the martial. I don't think because it. you've oh, added something to it that you get to call it. Of course, your your yeah, country. I could, so, you know, I could so, do something. Uh, so, I could do something. So, so let's spin on that. So that that means uh, they should stop having these schools with the name and then jujitsu, right? For instance, what like, do you mean, like a person's uh, name? Like, like, yeah, do you like uh, Michael's jujitsu? Or like, uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? Like, instead uh, of a name, I, I, I instead mean, of like unity or something little, like uh, that, like you're okay with unity, but you're not okay with like, you're not okay with like Perez jujitsu. Yeah, because like, what, like, what did you do so special? This is my jujitsu. I get. I don't think that there's an intention. But That's how I, I feel. I don't about. know that it's the same intent. I get what you're saying though. I do. And I agree with it to a and point. He's playing I don't a, think that like it's typically the intent, the intention of that person going. No, this is my like. This is what, but that's they what he's saying. Use. Yeah, like, I don't think it's. There's definitely no, 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 a couple. This is Perez There's definitely jiu-jitsu. a couple that are, are totally like, no, this is Perez yeah. jiu-jitsu. Bro. But you know, at the same time, like, but look, we, sorry, we, Perez so, jiu-jitsu. If you, so I, I'm, I agree with you guys, but unless you're an asshole, look at what we say. Like, I, I, I had this. I, I was talking to my wife about this the other day, and I said, and I'm, I believe this. This for me. My jujitsu journey of being, I trained at two gyms, so I pretty much trained under just two coaches, Felipe, for most of the time. I'm a brown belt in Felipe's jujitsu, not Felipe jujitsu, but under Felipe. Mm-hmm. I'm a black belt in our jujitsu that I learn every day. At that school, yeah. When I go to Drew's gym and they're freaking grabbing legs all over the place, I am not a brown belt in his jujitsu. I think that's okay to say. That diminishes none of the nine years that I've put into jujitsu, yeah. the five days a week, six days a week I did in the beginning. The competitions that I did good in and the ones I fly, that takes nothing away from all of that. But I certainly am not, if I go to a gym and I'm practicing their style, I'm probably not going to be as good at it if they say, okay, we're doing this today. We're training this or we're drilling this. Sometimes I may look, look kind of crappy. Now, yes, we roll. Now it might be a little different because I get to, now we get to impose, you know, the, but I was explaining that to say, I know what Felipe's taught me, but when I go to another gym and they show me something completely different, I'm like, I look like a white belt trying to get this move down and I'm okay with that. But that's the part of jujitsu that I love is figuring it out. Like, Oh shit. Now I'm going to take that back. I'm going to look on YouTube. I'm going to find out who's the best guy at it. I'm going to find, and then I'm going to learn it. And now it's part of my repertoire, but so not offended with Perez jujitsu. I'm not, well, yeah, not so like it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't I'm not offend offended. Me. I'm just saying, that, I, but there's a conversation to be had about yeah. the whole, like, like again, trying to be divisive and saying having like, underscore BJJ in your Instagram. I can't remember his name. It was a UFC fighter I that like I remember. That. Jake Shields. Jake Shields. When he came out, when they brought him out to the, you know, when they say you're a style, it always yeah. said American Jiu Jitsu, and I'm like, I wonder, is that more of the combat style? I didn't know what he meant by American Jiu Jitsu. He trolling. He's the first one that I ever saw where, because you get to say right. There's like been some funny ones that they say like yeah, their John style Jones. of jiu-jitsu. Doesn't John or uh, one of the guy I forget who it was? He's he's still like in the circuit now. It just says like street fighting. Like there's one. I, I think John Slice, Jones right? would Didn't be Kimbo like, Slice have like street fighting? There was one that kind of said like it's uh, like the way it was something jiu-jitsu about like hey somebody, I learned somebody's bushido, yeah. right? Yes. Somebody's like bushido. Somebody's right. like the, oh you're a samurai dude. But that was like, the first time I saw American jiu-jitsu and I didn't get it and then. I remember now. Then it was like, okay, this is kind of where it came from. He's the first one that I saw. Yeah, as, as I a, think he was trolling. About bro. Years ago, it said American Jiu Jitsu. I just don't think that there's anybody that does Jiu Jitsu in this country that puts so much into it and changed it so much that they can say, yeah. "This is my style of Jiu Jitsu." I mean, even a Gordon Ryan could. I mean, he's at or Danaher. Let's say is at the top of the, he could go like Danaher Jiu Jitsu, and people might be like. 
But there's only like the day. Yeah, because he, he made a change. Because he made a change. it so much. Exactly. But he, he, there's no ego that like that. He would never do that, right? But as a not yet. I think I think it's I think it's earnable. I think you could. I think you could earn the right. Like I think. Like. I think like if you got to really dude, change the jujitsu, yeah, I would say I would say How Marcelo, Marcelo Garcia see... definitely has earned the right but to we... have Marcelo Garcia. Uh, okay, what's right. the name of his gym? It it's would otherwise Marcelo Garcia, it would it? otherwise be called knighthood. Knighthood. Well, you have you get knighted. When you are knighted. Then your yeah. name can be applied as a reference to yeah a level of skill or a perspective or you know what but I mean? it's still it's not an amazing i think when happen, you beat like a guy UK. when you beat a guy that outweighs you by 80 pounds in an adcc finals that wore you like a book bag and then put all his weight on you and then you still came out on top <laughs> at the highest right. level at the time let's that dude do can this. name it whatever he wants let's get into our next segment oh the drill down. Because <laughs> I have to pee. I really oh, have okay. to. Okay. Like, All right. Sit, take a like, quick break. Oh, Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, Dale. Yeah. So we, we got, got like another. No, when you're done peeing, can I? We, yeah, yeah. We yeah. pee. Yeah. We got like not another together, 10, 15 though. minutes. And not together. You go on your own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you don't want to go hold it for him? Mm. No crossing. No crossing streams. Thank you to Neutral Zone CBD, a combat family owned company that supports athletes and the people who love them. Neutral Zone strives to deliver clean CBD products for sports recovery in gummies, lotions, balms, roll-ons, and more. After a competition, a hard rolling session, or a tough day on the job, Neutral Zone has a product designed to help you reduce inflammation, increase cell rejuvenation, and may even help with aging joints. Visit NeutralZoneCBD.com and get 25% off your order with code JJD. And follow them on Instagram, too. At My Neutral Zone. Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit the BJJbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at the BJJbox. Neutral Zone is combat family owned, so they know you need to keep yourself and your equipment clean. They created Neutral Zone clean wipes and sprays for just that purpose. Neutral Zone products are formulated to reduce the risk of bacterial and fungal infections. Whatever's making you sweat, weight training, rolling on the mats, yard work, or just working around the house, Neutral Zone clean wipes and sprays can make you feel and smell refreshed. Use code JJD to get 15% off your online order at NeutralZoneClean.com. While you're there, sign up for their newsletter to receive the latest info and updates on product launches like their new shower gel and soap bar coming soon. Are you neutral zone clean? Special thank you to the crew over at Flow and Roll for all their support. Flow and Roll is renowned for their incredible Nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow and Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowenroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. Visit flowenroll.com to check out their awesome designs and while you're there, pick up a Jiu-Jitsu Dummy signature tee exclusively at flowenroll.com. 
And remember, you'll get 20% off your purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or geese with code JJD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, go, yeah, we're on. Hey, hey, we're back from our pee break. Thank you for holding it for me, Miguel. Yep. Um, it's so not going to shake we're back, itself. We're, <laughs> we're back with the drill down. The drill, the drill down. down. So, okay, we have, uh, it's usually about, uh, depending on, on how this flows, about six or seven questions sure. that we ask every guest, different versions of the questions, but you can elaborate, you know. Okay. Uh, so, we're going to just run, we'll go down. So, preference, gi or no gi? Gi. Okay. Take down or pull guard? <laughs> Take down. I love this new one. This is one of my favorite now. Music during rolling, yes or no? Oh man, I in wrestling they heard I heard the shit. I'm tired of the Rocky themes. <laughs> I want they, like no you music. turn on the radio. No, no music while you guys I, rolling. I'm not hearing nothing. No? Like, they put it on, but I don't hear it. Oh, okay, I gotta, I gotta but your gym, you, so you if, if somebody puts it on, you let them put it on, but yeah, you don't put it on. Yeah, I don't. So you're not. I was a just fan gonna of. ask you. I that. just want I it like, clean, though. I don't want none of that crazy. Ah, like yeah, like play yeah. something good. That's it. Yeah, it's hard these days. I wanna. They're so eclectic. That's what I was gonna ask. I was just like, douche. I mean, you ever seen the meme with jujitsu? It's like uniting everybody. It's like white dude with dreads, like <laughs> pop, stoner. You know, I, it's funny because like what you know, so some people like to hear like rock. And I like you know like I'm more like I like yeah. to hear like '90s hip hop. Yes, you know like I want, I want to listen you know, to like electrical. If I'm, I'm I'm going through a new Dre phase right now, like going listening to some of the old Dre stuff. I, I listen cool. to yes. a whole bunch of Dre stuff on the way down. A bunch of R. Kelly. But like I like uh <laughs> I, I like I I think it's fun. I, I like I'll listen to I listen to anything. I've got the most eclectic taste in music. I listen to country now. I listen to everything, just good music. And uh, when it comes on in the gym, I think it's funny. But sometimes like some something will come on and make Felipe a little uncomfortable. Like, or maybe it's a there's a kid's class or there's kids and yeah. then that's like cursing. Or if it's like a lovey dovey song, he's yeah. just not he's not a mushy guy kind of guy. He's perf- so professional. Yeah, so so he'll be like, he cut, turn cut, cut, go change it, you know. Uh but I, I like everything. And then I like like I like like if I hear something come I'll sing it to like while I'm doing like just, for sure. <laughs> Bro, I'm a hey. talker during rolling. Do you talk during rolling? Do you talk to your, your rolling partner? Like I already told you what I told him. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Man, I remember this position last night. Yeah. <laughs> See, I like I like to joke it around. I like to I, I like to play with it a little. I like to, I absolutely like to have fun. Dude, so I'll I'll was... I talk and I'll joke. And even if I'm getting smashed, I'll be like, oh jeez, what, what are you gonna kill me? Like, you know, I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll really I kinda it's partially mostly for me, but there's a little part of me that cause I know it throws them off mentally. Yes, yes, like yes. he's Yo, talking. What the fuck is he talking about? I sense I censor when I sing a J. Cole song came on the other day while we were rolling and we were rolling and it's like, I love that song. So like, I know every single word and like the N words in it. And it's like, people don't know I grew up in Miami, whatever. But I don't even say it casually, but I'm just saying like, it's part of the song. But so like I'm rolling and I'm just singing it. And, uh, I say it, I say it real loud too. Nah, bro. And I was just like, oh, I'm not going to say it. And then it just keeps, <laughs> so like, I'll even censor. I say, it. I love I, back in my, back in my club days before, like you had to say, you know, I, don't say the N word yeah. before that. Like I'd be in a club with my white friends or my roommate, it was just friend. And it'd be like some song would come on and I'm, and I'd just be like, Look at the white guy waiting yeah. to see if he's gonna sing the N word. You know, <laughs> yeah. so gonna sing it. Like, That's great. Really? You think you got a pass? You know? <laughs> nope. But now it's a different world. Now that's a, that was many moons ago. Many moons. All right. Next question. Do you are you a fan of MMA and BJJ? Are you watching a events? Consumer. A consumer. Are you watching the UFC? Are you watching are you, 
WNOs? Are you watching Fight to Win? Are you flying to ADCC tomorrow? Yes. yes, <laughs> yes there you go. Yes. All right. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm a fan of MMA. Um, big fan, much bigger than people would know. I uh, when I was in college, I actually would stop off at the Militech camp when it was, you know. Oh yeah. Had Militech. And I roll out there. Yeah, I had a teammate, Joey Joey Vitopo, who actually got into the UFC through their camp. So I, I'm a big fan. I just I'm not a big fan of the whole organization ordeal. You know, I just don't feel like they, <laughs> I, I just exactly don't feel like they're paying them right. And I'm just I'm not gonna spend my money on them. Yeah, that's you know both sides. Don't worry, I, I I buy enough to make up for this. yeah you know, <laughs> yeah for the ones you don't buy. Yeah, and, and then uh, and then jujitsu I, I do watch. Um, but I'm I'm a bigger fan of the new generation. Like we talking about like Mika Rotolo, yeah, uh, Rotolo. William Tackett and his brother. You know Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. And I like the action. You know they pushing the action. You know, yeah, very, so and I watch it for them. Creative. You can't catch me watching. Old jits and let Marcelo Garcia jits. He was real active, you know, stand yeah. up and bottom and Kron, top. Kron Gracie, Kron Gracie no, out of your was size amazing. too. Yeah. He was yeah. super fan. He, yeah, but Kron yeah. was still. He ain't new, new, but like he. He was. He was like young. He was like in that weird like. He was very young, but he was like mentally and at a game that nobody that he was at par, mm-hmm. but he had like a different mentality. Like he was well. I mean, he's Hickson's son, so it's like. He was like Hicks and extremely aggressive. Yes. So you just you just answered our next question, which is like your favorite competitors to watch. But so we'll transition into what is your ultimate goal with your mixed martial arts studio? What is the Lexi? What do you want to leave behind? Okay, so a lot of people who probably listen to this radio are wondering like what happened to Black House MMA. Uh, so previously my gym that I was running for several years started off as a coach, you know, then management, and then kind of became a little part owner of it. Um, his property got bought out back in COVID, but the lease kept getting pushed out because COVID happened. So we already knew what the scenario was going to happen. And we already knew the rent was going to be priced on the beach. So we went ahead and we created Miami Martial Arts, right? In the sense where we wanted to do a community program. We want, we want the headquarters. but do So the, you're still Black House? Yeah, yeah. Our competitors are still Black House. Okay. Our competitors are still Black House. Okay, you know but that's we what run, it says on the IBJJF. Card. Yeah, but we yeah we we run out of we run our community program as Miami Martial Arts. It's a little more wholesome, a little bit easier to pull, you know. And we want to make a wide, wide variety. It took me a while to convince the the head guys that to trust this process. Where like whatever the community needs in terms of martial arts, like that's what we want to be. We we, okay. we just we want the whole presence of martial arts to be it. So you mean jujitsu, stand up, wrestling, is that what you mean? Everything. You're teaching everything. Yeah, everything. Everything. Okay. Currently at the moment, it blew up so big for us like that right now it's only jujitsu. But I do want it to be Taekwondo. I do okay. want it to be Tai Chi. I believe all of these had an influence in what okay. we have today. And why not? Like like if we're talking about like jujitsu's essence and making it a, a person, like all martial arts did, like jujitsu's the newest one on the scene. Like why mm. would you shut down the possibilities of what another that guy likes? Uh, John Way is doing it with kung fu, jujitsu, stand up. A lot of different practices. I'm dying to get over there to do some. I think that kung fu is valuable. The hand fighting in in kung he, fu is is I, I I've never done it, but when I watch it, I'm like. I could see that redirection of hands when you're standing. If you're standing with somebody who's not, you know, hand fighting. a wrestler, right? The hand, and even when you're on the ground, just like just the moving, the movement of somebody's hands, the way we like take a bag or maybe like do an arm drag. Yeah. I believe that there's an application there that maybe there. we're kind it's of dope. missing. And he even mentioned he's like, maybe I'm gonna do. We talked about it. He's been on twice or three times, and he uh, 
he mentioned, he's like, maybe I'm going to do like a class that we talk about that where we do that. I, I, I definitely want to get down there, but I'm a big believer in that. I'm like, I do like the cross. We, yeah. you know, jujitsu, we're very bougie when it comes to like talking about karate and taekwondo. We want to like shit on it. Yeah, yeah. They want to shit on it. Yes. But I think they're all valuable, especially for kids. It, anything that, that teaches them martial arts and gives them discipline is great. And I believe that all those martial arts is going to wind up leading them to jujitsu because this is the thing that this is the part that nobody does when they realize, oh, what what hole do I have to fill? It's yeah. the ground game, and they're going to they're going to get there eventually if they correct. don't correct. You know, you know, it's I, not their first martial correct, art. Correct, man. I like I want to. I'm sorry. Like I like when I became a gym owner and I started running a business, I started understanding this. Like, you got McDojos, right? Right. It's kind of insulting, right? Because uh, you don't even know that gym. Like, you don't know. Like, you don't know the changes that gym could be possibly make. I'm not, no, I'm not saying that there isn't, right? But I, I truly believe, like, I'll give you an example, right? Like, some of the top gyms right now, right, they bought their athletes. To me, they're McDojo. Okay. You didn't train those guys. They're like the Yankees, you bought yeah. Them at, you bought them at Brown Belt. Anybody like, in particular you think You didn't train, but, oh, man, I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> FS is the newest one on the market, mm-hmm. right? I mean, let's, like, like. Like it's, that's how teams they, have always they, been. They acquire gyms. Always, they acquire gyms. You're right. You know, like and, and yeah. this, that's the business. I'm not. I'm not stating that right. But like, if you're saying that a gentleman or an art is a McDojo, why? Because jujitsu is better. Oh, I mean, okay, it is what it is. So then, well, how, if you if you didn't really coach the people you had have or create the status that you created, like from you know, I'll say it's not me throwing stones, really, but. Atos has been accused of that, right? right? Not accused of, but it's like you you bring in fighters that are already established and bring mm-hmm. them on your umbrella. You it's hard. You can't really take credit for it if they were already a name, a champion, well, it's a more, world champion. It's more prevalent now, um, or you know, on a winning streak or whatever. If you didn't raise them, yeah. The Vertolos is a different story, right? They started at Atos, right? They came up as kids, right? Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's different. And, and, so is that is that what you're yeah, kind of yeah. getting at? And, and I'm saying, like, I have nothing wrong with that. I'm saying that's business. Like, that's a sport. Like, colleges do it. High schools do it. I got recruited mm-hmm. in my high school. I get that. I'm just saying. Those the, are growing when, pains, when you throw When you throw the connotation out there to shit on another business, right? Yeah. That actually is making a difference, right? Let, let's be honest yeah, with yeah, you. Like, yeah. if you're saying and you're making these claims, right, that, like, it's all for the love, it's confidence, make a family, right? Yeah. When there's another thing that's doing the same, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, look, it's mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts is amazing. As long as the real, like, bad ones, like, as long as you're not giving people a false sense of security. Exactly. Like that dust guy in Detroit. Like You don't think that's comical? I mean... I think... I I don't know. Yeah, I I guess for the person who doesn't know... Or would assume it's yeah, real, yeah, I guess. Let's yeah. say that. So I can see We've the dangers. About yeah. before, so I can yeah. see the dangers in that, you know? I, I'm a believer. I've said this on multiple but I podcasts. Agree with you. I'm yeah. a believer in the new art is mixed martial arts. I know that mixed martial arts is there. That's the new art. And people who realize that now and give them every every fighter, there's not very many fighters in the UFC that go that just have stand up. You can't have you have to have stand up. You have to have wrestling. You have mm-hmm. to have jujitsu. You have to have takedown so, defense. They have it at different you know, levels, but they have yeah, it all. But you have so right now the kids that are coming up who do want to fight or are on that path, you're going to a gym or you go to multiple gyms where I go. My boxing is here. My wrestling is here. My jujitsu is here. Mm-hmm. So if somebody brings all those things together, it's a smart business move because it is the future. Mm-hmm. It may not feel like it, and jujitsu. Um, not hobbyists, jujitsu, like a, that was not originalist, but like 
people that just want to keep jujitsu jujitsu oh, purist you know, purist yeah like jujitsu purist they're gonna fight you at every corner on it's that. necessary but I think, it's so, I think. from a business they're aspect relics. and for those of us who do watch MMA mm-hmm. we realize like. That's like the smartest thing that you can yes. do. It's like it's how come it's not being done more? Isn't it stupid if you're not doing it Correct. and giving your students every possible thing? I do like that you do even in the the, the tai chi because now you get going after right typically probably older people well, as well, mm-hmm. right? You, I mean, did you say tai chi in in, in yeah, before? Yeah, tai chi, so, yeah, okay. tai chi. But like, but what I was getting at is like so like the whole McDojo stuff, right? Like, and and, and why I'm bringing this because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to make it as affordable as possible for every child and parent around. Yeah. Cause like if you, you know think that you, struggle. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I knew what I couldn't make it to. Yeah. Like for real, let's be honest. If I would have did jujitsu at a young age, for the time that I started wrestling, not having no wrestling coach in high school, so now winning my world titles, I promise you I would have been best on the planet in jujitsu. That's the confidence I have because if I would have had it, yeah, to experience, you get me. Yeah. But so, but so like the what, kid in Iowa State that grew up like, yeah, I wish like, I had wrestling when I was like, what parents yeah, in in, in those countries they put them in at three years old. Let's it's make like, jujitsu. Let's make jujitsu reachable. For more people, like why, like it's not re- yo, it's expensive. A yeah. gi, yeah, the tournament, it's expensive. Those which tournaments, I, man, which they I got, a, which I got a few plans with Drew that we're trying to do like these tournaments, right? We're like, I'm sorry, like any tournament, a promoter out there or owner, I apologize. I'm not trying to shut nothing down, but like you are charging kind of ridiculous prices for one match, one and two, and like, when your bracket might not even be filled up all the way. Yeah, you, you know, it's kind of killing. So me matches. and Drew trying to come up with some stuff where, like, in wrestling, you have dual meets, right? Why can't we have dual meets amongst teams? Mm-hmm. Why can't you know? What I mean, char- charge a few dollars, not make no profit on it, but just get the kids some matches, four or five matches, two minutes of time. Let every let every school host it. Let them pay the rest. Let them take care of the food, and then on to the next one. Like, why can't we do that? Like, we can. Yeah. What like what the fuck? Like why, like why you why you profiting so much off a of five and seven year old kids who their parents are probably don't got nothing can pay could use that money for something for some parents you go back to saying like sometimes yeah they want them to learn the art and they need the discipline but sometimes it's also like after school care yeah again Felipe they got a van that right they're picking up the kids at school that ain't cheap bro after school care uh, I, I think they still get help with homework I mean, I go in at 7.30 and sometimes there's kids there because, again, the parents come to train. So they get picked up in aftercare. I go to train. The parents show up to train and then take leave with the kid. There are kids running around in the in the evening all you know, the time you, because they're waiting on their parents. So they've been there since from school, what, two, three, four, there's a, five there's a happy How much are they taking out of their life to make sure that the kid is doing that? For the art. The yeah. art the art needs to pay back the parents now, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I think, the, I think, just I think the community. Felipe, the just, art needs to yeah. pay back the community now. Felipe okay. and Sofia and the schools that I've been to, they they all take that into consideration. I will say that. There's a lot of schools that I think do take advantage. And then there's just some people that are doing know, it right. Yes. Just like you want to do it I know right. a lot of instances that, yeah. where, and I'll say I've been to two schools and both schools have worked out like, you can't pay this month, show up. Yeah. I don't care mm-hmm. if you can't pay, just show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's two reasons. Kindness of their heart. And the more bodies in the gym, the better you're going to do. Somebody's gonna, if you got a couple of guys that can't, aren't coming because they can't pay, and now you have two less guys on the mat, you're building a gym, mm. it, your, your school looks thin. Mm-hmm. So there's two sides of it, and I'm okay with both sides of that. Mm-hmm. You're building a business. You're doing something mm-hmm. good. If you're spreading jujitsu, you're doing good. I don't care if you're making money. You're spreading good jujitsu. You're still doing something good. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, again, you, you may be helping them out. Hey, listen, I, I've been standing there with where Felipe said, bro, don't, I better see you next week. Those because you said, you know, you can't pay or things yeah. are tight. You don't know the you conversations better show, coaches show, have Just be students. here. We'll figure mm-hmm. it out later. And he's let people, you know, I, I, 
I, I think that's a good thing. I think that's for yeah, and and and, and the know, coaches got to be paid. I get tide. that part. I'm talking about everything outside of that. I'm thinking yeah. about I'm talking about the events, the ridiculous pricing, like your the guys flow sure, floor and bro. row, right? Yeah. What's their most what what's what's their their average gig? Like 60, 60 bucks? Um, bucks? Like if you were talking about like average, point, like average, average, yeah, yeah like under a hundred. Right. Do you want to talk about average? You could buy a higher end. Why? Do you understand? Like, why you got these these gyms that are making students pay two hundred dollars a gi? One seventy five yeah. competition gi, gi, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like how how like, you like like that's the part that I'm saying. The instruction be so pay, be paid for the instruction. I get yeah, that. Be paid for your bills. Yeah. I get that. But you gotta make a hundred a hundred and fifty percent profit on everything. I, I saw an ad today. That's crazy. Yeah. I saw an ad today. Now, the only restriction in my gym, it's got to be white. Doesn't have to be his. Okay. It has to be white. Oh yeah. Doesn't have Look, to be I his. Look, I tip my hat to him. So, That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, has to be white. Doesn't have to be his. I did see an advertisement today, a video advertisement care. that said, the it said, uh, it it said what the school was doing, but part of it was, uh, no uniform. Um, it it basically addressed that, like, oh, no uniform. Wear what you want. Like, there's like we're not in this to sell you stuff. It's come get some good jujitsu. So I was, I just happened to look at that. I was like, oh, that I, I like that. Dude, like, again, if I had a gym, I I would even go like, you can wear whatever color you want. Until you can. I think everybody's got a favorite color. Mm-hmm. It makes certain people feel really good. Like me, when I show up with a black key, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can never wear a black key. You know, you know, you know I what? like it. I look like a fucking ninja. Well, what, you know what, Adrian? <laughs> I, I look good in black in a picture. Uh-huh. Do you know, you know Adrian? <laughs> Which one? Uh, from, from Henzo Gracie. Weston? Uh, Weston? No, never got. That. I heard he's a great dude. He's a great to dude. Him, Check out him. what he did the other day, man. He's got like he had a couple, a couple black belts. You know, just like they were just all talking about how much stuff they had or something. I don't even know how it came about, really, but they just had like excess stuff. Plus, there's always the lost and found. He's like, hey, in this area of the gym, just go there and look through the boxes. There's geese. There's rash guards. Yeah. There's shorts. Like, it's there. Just take it, please. I've gotten some of these from the black belts. Yes. And some of these from other students that just, you know, they go through stuff. I hate giving, I hate throwing shit away. Yes. You know me? I give everything I've away. Given a dummy away. I make sure that I can give, I gave and the guy that gave us the idea we, for we the drill down, for the name, name the, the, this segment of drill down. Yeah. I, brought, I gave him two Questionable geese. Questionable name. I gave him one okay. of my DD214 geese. And I gave him one of my, I think I gave him my King's fight sports geese because I, I'm not, I wasn't going to wear it yeah. anymore after he changed the name. I gave him those two geese and I, he's like, it's got five sports on it. I'm like, I don't, I don't, you can wear it. I'm not yeah. going to wear it. You could wear it. You could no get it deal. depatched. See, man. Like, yeah, and, yeah. And he goes, can I rip? I should, but yeah. he wears it. I like, don't, I go, Felipe doesn't, you know, it's fine. You don't have to like take it when off. I, we still I have five sports Because you guys are the newer generation. That's what yeah. I'm loving about it, man. I really yeah. appreciate, I really appreciate that. Like, it ain't just a, a, a mindset in my part that like, cause man, for forever, man, I ran my head into the wall. Like, yo, I'm doing something wrong. Like, but I don't feel lo- I don't feel loyal about this. I don't feel right about this. Like, why I got to so make people wear the gi? Like, I, I think know. that you're also in. You know, we called. I think South Florida was the mecca for a long time, including like all the way up to Coral Springs and Coconut Creek, where you had American Top Team. This has been the mecca for jujitsu and martial mixed martial arts for a long time. Then now you've kind of got like the jujitsu mecca is now that Austin, Texas. They've yes. really taken off. Right, flow yeah. grappling. Joe Rogan's out there. Mm-hmm. It, Google, the, like the Roka gym, pull, the type in Jujitsu Austin, Texas, yes. and and look at the mat, and it's just like there's like dots everywhere, it's right? Like sexual predators in your. But I think I think it's also like your proximity to again that mecca, as far as people like no 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 Jujitsu ju- more Jujitsu purists, but I think as you get out a little bit further, even in just Florida, it is a business. Like again, look, 
people would hear that we we trained in fight sports back in the day. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh my god, fight sports, and I'm like, not the one in Miami. Yeah, it's a different. I know I'm not stupid. I'm a realist. I know again. I never trained. I went to an event there. I did. Yeah. I didn't. I never trained there. Mm-hmm. We're fight sports. We were a different fight sports. We we're yeah. more of a hobbyist at kids and hobbyist fight sports. You're not going to get the same level of competition that you're going to get down there or a black belt. But Felipe went down there every week, mm-hmm. a couple of days a week. He was training with those black belts. He went to the competition training. So we were getting that version of the jujitsu and he would teach us, but it just, we didn't have those killers in our gym. Right. So people they look come at it differently. Visit. Yeah. <laughs> they do come to, yeah, they did and still do come yeah. to visit. You know, you got Deerfield fight sports, you got other guys that mm-hmm. come around. But um, get your ass yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's a different <laughs> level. But I think as you get away from just Miami, you see that that's okay. That's okay to open your gym up to people that are gonna, you know, take jujitsu to another level and want to compete and make money. And and then the hobbyists, they're out there. I've said there are more hobbyists yes. than there are competitors. There are more people who do it for our yeah. own reasons and don't expect to. Maybe one day you do, maybe you do a George Pirro and retire and then go, I'm going to go masters, man. I'm going to go executive, whatever. And and I'm going to make a run at a, at a title. Great. But it's more unlike for most of us, all the guys that I meet, I went to the, we defy, like everybody is like, you know, a little heavy in the belly, but they're, you know, everybody has their thing, but it's becoming hipster. Yeah, but it was, it, it's, it there is, are more yeah. of us that love the sport and want to do it and get as good as we can at it at it but don't have that mindset of like it's just jujitsu mm-hmm. i'm gonna own a gym you gotta learn my jujitsu yes. uh you gotta compete you're not gonna get a belt unless you compete there are just more gyms and people that train the way we do than than that model but i think proximity to this mecca of again you know fight sports down here and what they've created in the area i think as you get a little further away from that it's okay to have these other ideas and to introduce Taekwondo in a, in a Jiu-Jitsu academy or in a martial arts academy. Yeah, it's a martial arts academy. I think if you, you know, if you open up down the road from freaking fight sports in Miami, it's going to be like, what the hell are you doing here? That's not what we do around here. You know, right? It's just kind of like, again, the proximity to something that's been you're ingrained pretty, in the area close, for so long. Aren't you? Huh? Aren't you pretty close? I'm very close. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you? Wait, how close Dude, are you? Dude, I got, I, got, yeah. I got over 200 students. Like, yeah. I'm very close. I promise you. Like, like man, like. People don't care when you when they see that you're just trying to evolve them some kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody comes to the, we're evolving them one some kind of way. Like yeah, some kind of we do all kind of stuff for the stuff. Yes. So like I said, like uh, that's that's my purpose, just to like pass the message. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the message ain't only jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. Like we're talking about a wrestling dude. What I mean. I only got what eleven years of jujitsu experience. That's a lot, but, but okay. in that process, in a short time, because of my previous experience, I shortened my black belt, you know, process into like five and a half. Your to six journey years. was different, yeah. Yeah, but why? Because of my other experiences. Yeah. So why are we going to limit them to just jujitsu? Like, like, what else are you going to do? And again, yeah. those things would get them into your academy to learn jujitsu anyway. Yeah, they're going to come to me. Yeah, anyway. How many stories do you hear about like the mom that was watching or went to the fitness class and said? uh, Richard Bressler had, he has like, uh, you know, Horian Gracie's first yes, student yes, in the yes. USA. He's got stories about that, how like he's at a Krav Maga studio and like, they'll be like, you should go learn. You should go, go to Richard's class. Yes. It le- Krav Maga leading their own students to jujitsu. It's there. It, it can yeah. happen. It, it's smart. Yes. You may evolve all of them and that's a good thing too. You make your gym bigger, but it will lead back to, this is the missing link. Cause right, you got karate, you've got Taekwondo, right? Those are both stand up. Yeah. 
they're both missing this, right? You know, there's Tai Chi, yes. right? There's wrestling. You're missing the ground, the submissions, right? You got the wrestling. I can get somebody in their back, but shit, all of a sudden I get submitted, right? This is what they're missing. So all of those other things I still think lead back to jujitsu. Yes, correct. You know? Correct, correct, so, correct. Mm -hmm. All right, give him the last question, brother. Do you or do you not wash your jujitsu belt? No, I don't wash my belt. No, look at him. Like, you don't watch no, I don't watch my belt. You don't watch ever. No. So we got to put you on the naughty list. Yeah. You got. There's a thing on the on the screen right now. When yeah. we air this, it's gonna say. <laughs> no, why? No, why? <laughs> why, why, say, why? Why? Why don't you say, wash it? We have we have the two sides of the argument. It's Team powers. Belt, yeah. Powers in the belt. Mm. The old yeah. school, like, no, you don't wash your belt. That's Secret, the, your jujitsu power. Ju -ju. The ju the the blood of your competitors yeah. is on the on the belt. Yeah. And then there's the. Uh, team wash your belt. Yeah. So those are. So you're gonna get hashtag. You're gonna yeah. see. You're hashtag powers in the belt. Okay. Which is fine. Belt. Why don't you wash it? Well, cause I don't. I don't want it to shrink or get or get destroyed any sooner. I spray okay. it down though, and I hang it. I okay. spray it down like I, I saw it. I, okay. I dump it in. I you're hang like a day walker. Acceptable option, and now you can use your spray yeah, too. Yeah. Acceptable. Yeah. That option. works. Now, when the people, I, I get some people say, oh, I put it out in the sun or this and that. I'm I'm a belt washer. I never, until Wagner was here, nobody ever said it to me like this. Wagner's like, when he looks at the belt, he looks at the belt and the fading of the belt. Like, he equates that to the amount of time that you've put in on the mat. Mm. I go, okay, I, I get that. I respect that. He was sitting right here, and I was just like, oh, shit, I've never washed my belt again. And then you don't wash your belt the anymore? other side of it is like, but I got two belts. I got, like, a my one that's getting, because I wash it every one or two times that I train. And then I got my other one that I got when I got promoted that's super brown that I'm just going to transition to when that one gets too shitty. And then it's back to bright brown, you know? So I just do it for the cleanliness of I'm it. On, I'm on my fourth blue belt. Yeah? And I've only been a blue belt for like a year and like eight months. No, you, no, you've been... Well, you're going to say a year. Why, you, you, wash months, it that much, huh? you wash it that every much. Every single... I don't give... I, I come home... Do you I, sweat that much? Every it's single not even row? about that. It's I, I think it's almost because I'm a flow bro. I just come home... I wash my gear every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's My just like that. I come in, even if I just get one gi, I don't wait. For, I used to wait for gis to build up and like I let them dry, but then no like, way. Them I come home, I get undressed, I throw my underwear, everything in, everything in, and I do, I don't wash the belt every time because it will I just don't dry really it. break I apart it, super I fast. It. I do wash it like every other time now, you know, I, I make sure I'm washing it. I don't wait too long anymore mm -hmm. like i went from washing it every time to like talking about it a lot going i could wash it once a week or once every every two. It's, it's at least every other wash and a little bit more than anything i judge it on so like i have like our flow and roll bag and yeah. i won't put my gi back in the flow and i roll wash bag. that thing i turn it so, inside uh, out and i wash the flow yeah. and roll bag so if i like sometimes i'm i take my my top my uh my kimono top and i wrap i wrap it with my belt and it gets more wet from wrapping the ghee than anything. And then I go, oh, I got to. But sometimes I'll just keep it separate. And I'm like, it's freaking dry. It fell off after the first roll and I left it on the side. So I kind of judge it like that too. So do you, so do you change 100% before getting in your car? Yeah. Like, so yeah. Uh, so I yeah. use, I, I wipe myself down with the wipes and the spray. Okay. I have a towel that I put on. I leave them. I put on my chair. All right, all right. So you and guys I are do, real. Okay. Sometimes I take off my rash guard, but I do put my put a t-shirt over. But time. I've sprayed myself. I wipe myself down, and okay, I do. Okay. Now, when I had like cloth seats, I shared a car with my daughter before she went away to school, so I had cloth seats. Yeah. But I still would put a towel over it, okay. and I wouldn't sit on. 
to me sitting on the closet, I was like, I felt like I was leaving okay, shit so behind. You, so you guys but I didn't care. want it to get okay. smelly for her. Okay. Yeah. So I do that. So now I have like the leather or the folk. You guys the are legit then. Okay. You guys now are legit. Now I put, I put a towel down and I sit, sit down on it. And depending on what, I, if I'm going to like, if it's a weekend and I'm going to go to the store or something, then I'll change at the gym. But I do clean myself with also, the, the mm-hmm. zone products. So I also, thanks to this podcast, have so much free jujitsu sweat <laughs> that like I got a bag to put my gi in. I got, I Remember got the, uh, unlimited, the the unlimited t-shirts. I have unlimited t-shirts. I give t-shirts away to my gym members because I'll get a t-shirt like I'm not wearing this t-shirt anymore or they're an old sponsor. What was and, the What was the bag? What was the bag called? That, what, uh, the stinky bag. I the still stinky use bag. it. So we had, a, a, great we had a company send us these things called the stinky bag, which I actually, because I, when I changed the flow and roll bag, I didn't put it in. I still love it. It's a, it's a, there's different sizes, but it came out like right at the beginning of COVID. It was perfect. I mean, it was out probably by the, the beginning perfect, of COVID. Yeah. We got with them and they sent us these bags and it was enough to fit for your size, my size. A gi? You can get the gi in there and, and your you know, rash put, a few other things and put my belt and then you close it. And I was able to take that bag and put it inside of my gym bag and walk out with my gi. It's like water and resistant, then, but then like you unzip the bottom of it and then a mesh pouch pops and out. And you just you throw the whole thing in the pouch, wash. And you turn the whole thing inside out. It's almost like- it was, I, I, I haven't been using it, it, but I, I got to grab it out of my other bag I would, I would never wash it. He's looking like at us like we're crazy. But it was just like an easy way of like coming from the gym- the, I can it. My I sweaty it, gi does, never touches anything I else. I bring it home. I don't even have to take it out of the bag. I unzip the bag. I don't, go, it falls inside out, and you throw the whole he just bag. Likes I get it. No, I get it. I, yeah. for it. I like the idea. It's yeah. amazing. It was. He just, yeah. he just so you still use? I haven't. I, I I switch gym bags. So I have like a gym a workout bag, and then I have my jujitsu bag. Yeah. And I never took the stinky so, bag out. So and you put know, it you into guys, my I throw everything in the washer every single time, and I I am in in a position where I'm able to support my gym. And buy belts. Okay. And when my belt looks shitty, I just I just got I got my first. And you know what? Uh, is this weird? Was, I'm, I'm asking you. Is this weird? Right. So I'm a blue belt that came from another school, mm-hmm. right? And I felt weird asking if I could buy a Henzo belt, a Henzo blue belt. I felt weird about without it, being awarded to you or like as it, a promotion. or or just like so like I went there long enough. I wanted a, a Henzo blue belt because I, I felt like I needed a new belt, not because like oh I want to be part of this gym. It was just kind of like <laughs> I I got. Like I'm not balling or anything, but like I could afford a gi when I switch gyms, and I I want to like I want my shit. You're balling. To I know how much. I want I want it to look right. Well, I get so much free clothes that I could spend money on clothes. My clothes budget is zero because I all I do is wear floor and roll stuff because <laughs> it's so comfortable and free. And but but what I'm saying is is like I felt weird, in like month two, month three, month four. Okay, like now you know they they I'm I'm, I'm part of the group text. I'm part of the, you know what I'm saying? The true jujitsu. You're part of the team and they're like, you can have a Henzo Gracie. A lot of people don't have this experience. You've been to two gyms. I've been to three. You know, yeah, like, I always wore my own stuff. I'm still, I always, I'm still in your gym. I've I have never a group worn of your the, guys. I've ne- I, I wore, I wore Felipe's belt. When I first got there, I, I, I had my old belt that my coach got me. Do you remember? I don't know if they're still around. Dom, D O M. It's a great belt. Thick. Didn't come off as much, mm-hmm. just the way. However, it was. I had a Don belt. My coach was like, he gave me, he promoted me to blue belt. But then he told me, he's like, hey, get yourself a Don belt. It's better, you know. So he gave me the one that he gets from whatever overseas, right? And so I went to, to Felipe's with that blue one, mm-hmm. and I I used it. I think the entire time. But did you um, feel weird asking for a belt? Like no, as soon I never, as you got I never there, asked for a belt. I just that? knew to go online. I like felt, I feel maybe like I'm just retarded. I would I buy Gizzi. I never. I don't think Felipe was carrying a whole bunch of belts to like sell the belts. But, but my question but, to him, my question to you is like, let's say you get a guy from another gym and he's like a purple belt, whatever. Um, when do you consider him your purple belt? Immediately, or do you? Obviously, you're oh, not going to take it away. Talking, this, okay, good question. So I honestly wait 
until they bring it to my attention. Like, hey, how do you do promotion? I'd be like, oh, this is how I do them, but um, are you representing me? Because like, you don't have to represent me to be in my gym. You can... But Jimmy, you're also not going to promote them. They, yeah, I'm they, not going to promote you because I don't want to step yeah. on nobody's toes. I don't okay, know what yeah. was going on. And you're saying it in a good way, not in a, like a, yeah, yeah. Not oh, you, you got to represent me to no, get a belt. No, you're no, like, no, no, no. What team are you on, basically? Yeah, yeah. yeah what yeah. team are you on? Like, and like, you and, could disrespect some other coach that he feels. Yeah, and you don't know what you call. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I, cool. I, I had to just kick somebody out. Now, uh, I say his first name by the name Camilo. Like the dude was like such a. He went to another school that he wasn't going there no more to, then came to ours and with everything. Like, I'm talking Leonch. about come in the morning, like, and help people with the morning. Like, everything. Like, oh, it's the best school ever. Just kept talking it up. And all of a sudden, I see a picture and he got promoted. And I'm like. At another school? Yeah. And I was like, this is strange. And then I let it ride. And I guess he wasn't aware that I actually knew the coach. Because, man, you'd be surprised. A lot of coaches know each other or know somebody that can get them in contact. Right? Yeah. It's still then, a small And world, then, the, yeah. The, yeah, the story was like, they didn't know he was training with me. And I didn't know he was yeah. training with them. And I was like, why would you? Yeah. Oh, you you were waiting to see who would give it to you first. Were you his side gym? Oh. You know, like, I thought you were his side, side piece. You know, like, side gym. You know, like. <laughs> Who's your sorry. side gym? And, and I, uh, <laughs> That's funny, though. And I, <laughs> And I was, oh, and I was like, why would you lie something like that? And, and, like, and the, the, other, yeah. the other school was willing to keep him. Because he's still paying dues. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's concerning to me. Like, you a grown man with a family and you're like doing all this conniving and hiding. And I can't trust this because I don't know what else you're capable of doing. Like, I don't. That'll make you never want to cheat on your wife. I like, like, (laughs) because you know how it feels. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) So. Yeah. It gets said I like I I I I I approach it now. If I see, especially if I see that they're good, I have a black belt now at the gym, Mm -hmm. a new guy, and uh, he's amazing. And I asked him, are you still representing? He's like, no, I live here now. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, man, look, I, I can really help you a lot in your wrestling. And, and this is what I'll propose to you. I'll give, we'll, we'll work one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And like, cause I see he's a real good competitor. And I was like, uh, I just, are you going to rep me? Yeah. He's like, yeah. I was like, all right, understand though. I'm still going to help you either way. And I'm not saying this to pressure you. You can still come here. But if that's the case, I appreciate you doing so. Cause I, I got to say thank you to him. Like, yeah. I didn't train you and you're coming here. And he's he's an actual gain to your gym. You got a, a yeah. He's you got a, a, he's he's a, a yeah. He's bringing what's called a he's brain drain. A, yeah, he's a I game. mean, a brain gain to yes. your yes. to your establishment for sure. For sure, right. being a black boy, I get a lot. I get some very high level wrestlers because of my background on the gym. But it is nice when they do have a black belt on around their waist because now yeah. the rest of the students like it's like oh another black belt. So now I got six black belts at the gym. Before I, it was yeah. only me. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good. So. Congratulations. That's cool. Listen, any shout outs? You want to say hello to anybody? Uh, give you, this is your time. Yeah. So shout this out. This is when you can talk to the camera okay. if you like. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you talk uh, directly to them. Hey, Bobby. Okay. We see you. Hey, uh, so Camilo. Thing, eh. Shout Get out. Back. Shout <laughs> out to the city of Miami Beach. Uh, they're the ones who made this Miami martial arts possible. Uh, they've given me full Rome rain. 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 Over yeah, uh, city of Miami Beach. And uh, we running all our programs through the rec center. And this is why I'm able to either we we sponsor for first responders. They train free. All right. Very nice. But what I do is to make sure I don't give up sp- too many spots in my classes. It's five spots on a three month recurrence. So after three months, I just got to whoever's reapplying for the sponsorship can go all first responders, okay. police and then five uh, 
sponsorships to inner city kids or kids that need help. Okay. Yeah, I could, I tag could have, us. If you got some stuff posting online, tag us. Make sure you. that we know about it so we can repost it. Thank you. Thank For you. Sure, yeah. Um so yes, thank you, City Miami. Shout out to them. Shout out to Black House. Uh Miami Beach, well, let's say Black House, California, um, for believing in the dream. It happened, you know. And we, you're you're at Black House Miami Beach, right? On Instagram? Yeah, both. And Miami Martial Arts. At Miami no underscores, no nothing. Miami Martial Arts. Yeah. Okay. Miami Martial Arts. And uh guys, uh it's it's we got over two hundred students now, most of their kids. Um, Very good, and man. it's it's you know, it's come check us out. We're not gone. We're yeah. right across the street from our old location as well. Yeah. So we're two blocks from the beach. Where's that at? Um, 72nd Street in Abbott, right on Miami Beach. What's the exact okay. address? Tell them because people... 501, people. 501 72nd Street, Miami Beach. Very We're inside good. the rec center. And uh, cool. yeah, guys, uh, thank you to both. You know, it, it wouldn't have been possible. It, uh, You know, I thought it was a, the jiu-jitsu world was a goner for me. Yeah. And it's become big. 200 Street is strong. We're growing. We plan to hold mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu events. We, like I said, our sponsor. So you guys got any first responder friends? Very cool. Tell them to come by. Man, right. so we got awesome. so many firefighters and LEOs in my gym. And thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming. Thank I know that so we much, tried. Yeah. We had spoken once or twice sure. uh, to get you on. And then Drew reminded me. I said, yeah, like, hey, yeah. Awesome. yeah we, we have it, Before I was doing it, now we have a booking manager that does it. So, Britt, shout out to Britt. So, I don't think we shouted her out earlier. Thank hey, you, Britt. Brit. So, now it's a little easier for me. It took something off my plate. Doing this with Bo and getting it, you know, posted and all, it was very difficult. And then you're also booking the guests, so she does it, so it's really nice, and she is super helpful. So it was easy to, yeah, you want to, you know, Drew tells me he wants to, you know, that he's got somebody that should be and on the podcast. And it's also awesome gonna, to have somebody live. Like yeah, this is way better. We like, than we the, like the, you know, this was the, the original format. Was, you know, in studio, we went to Zooms because of COVID. Yes. So, yeah. so anyway, but thank you for coming in, bro. We appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yeah. It was very so, professional. A little bit, a little so, bit yeah. of housekeeping, right? So, um, don't forget, guys. If you buy anything from any of our sponsors that we spoke about here today, send a proof of purchase. You can DM us on Instagram or send it to us at info at jujitsudummies.com. Let us know you're going to go into a raffle for up to two hundred dollars in jujitsu swag. So it's going to be like podcast gear, some stuff was like from our sponsors. What, what did I say? Two hundred. 250. It's 250. It's 250. I'm sorry Ooh. if I said 200. It's $250 worth of jujitsu swag. Again, podcast stuff, mugs, t shirts. The rash guard design is done. It is. Bo, uh, he's just got to put it up on the on the website. Here We're moving we like go. one logo and it's just an art thing. Like yeah. Jujitsu Dummies is going to be on the back floor and it's going to be on the front. Right now they show yeah. on the front. It doesn't look and good. It's just going for my so, key, but I, yeah. Yeah. All right, so I got it. Once that's done, then it goes to the pre-order. And then once we get some pre-orders, then we'll order. So yeah. that's we're pretty much there. Um, I think I I extended that because we were really waiting on that yeah. on that shirt, on that rash guard. I think I uh, the post that we're putting out for the giveaway is like, we're going to award it by the end of October. That's plenty of time yeah. to officially award it. We'll either have them in hand or they'll be on the way. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll choose a winner. And might have to do more than one winner because we made people wait for so long. So maybe we'll something You sure did, else. Mysterious Milton. Yeah, <laughs> you can literally go back like a hundred gajillion episodes, and every single one he's like, "We got a rash guard coming." You know, well, you know I what? Part of it was it. we did a really, we did a really cool rash guard yeah, design, and it was. Can you even it post was right a picture around of it yet? Uval, it was we were doing it, and that Uvalde shooting in Texas happened. Yeah, and it was very much a um, 
What's the, there was a military the influence. There was a military yeah. aspect to it, and it showed bullets, yeah. and there was guns on it. Now that we we hadn't finalized the design, it's full metal jacket. I, yeah, it, immediately we took off the guns. Even with it, it didn't. We didn't even have to see the shooting, but the, the the artist put guns on it because of the front part, which was like the helmet from Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket, and it says like "Born to Kill," and then there are bullets, and we were like, mm. "Yeah, this is insane." Then we took the bullets out, and then it's like, "But it doesn't make sense." Because and then we just changed it. We always called it the Peace Love. We say peace, love, jujitsu at the end of the episode. So it was always peace, the peace, love, jujitsu rash guard. So it had elements of, you know, peace symbol, jujitsu. Now there's a shark on it. And like just the elements that mean those three things. So it's a much better design. And, you know, you have nah, the floor is without the bullets, but it happened right at that. You've so that yeah. we had the design close. And then we were like, no. yeah, this is good. This is. Just doesn't work for us, and we went a whole other route. So it extended the design time. We had to kind of start from the beginning again. Honestly, yeah. I just think it's like you've been here now, and Milton's a very professional dude, and he'd rather take forever and do something the way that he really, really likes yeah, it. No, cause then, really do that's honestly what it is. Like I, I don't have the knack I'm like you do. I'm a perfectionist in that regard. I mean, I the thing is, I'll put out some bullshit. You could look at it. I could still look at it and be like. Oh, we should do that. I could look at it forever, and it'll never. You come still out. pick it apart. Yeah. It came out really, really good. It had all the elements. You like the it. Designer did everything that we wanted to. You know, I also had like there's a heart, but a real heart. When are you gonna? When are you gonna show the so, picture like, of it? It ties in for me personally as well. When are you gonna so show? We the didn't picture? just put a heart. We put a heart. Anatomical. There's a heart with yeah. like a a uh, a skeleton like grabbing it, but doing the shaka like it's got all these elements. It's really cool. And then there's a big piece symbol like dripping, like almost like dripping in blood on the back. It's, it's dope. I, I, li- you, I like it. You should start, I actually you should, like it now. Since it's developed, you should start putting it out. Um, Let people get an eye Well, Flow and Roll actually did, but I didn't repost it. He put the heart, that element, he put it out. Okay. So you can see it if you go through his feed. I didn't want to put it out because I wasn't ready. Is that Flow underscore and underscore Yes, roll? it is, sir. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you can check it out there. But he, he, I have, I can even show it to you now, but um, I have the designs of it. Just I've seen the, the designs. Logo. You've seen the final, final, though? The one uh, that he, he showed me. It was pretty No, but he mocked it up on everything now. No, so you yeah, see oh, you did, yeah, you did, yeah, you did, yeah, you showed me all that. All yeah, right, so anyway, it's coming soon, guys. Let's keep a keep an eye on at Jujitsu Dummies on Instagram. Uh, you'll see postings about that rash guard, and you can check out all the ways to watch, listen, and support. Click on the LinkedIn again. Shows you how you can donate to Kurt Osiander's fund. All the different ways that you can follow mm-hmm. us. You can donate to the show if you want to support us as well. By that we don't really talk about that too much, but if you want to give us a couple of bucks, it helps us with production. That's yeah. great as well. I'm Uncle Milty BJJ on Instagram. I do monitor the Jujitsu Dummies as well. JJD underscore DJJ sixty nine. Give him your Instagram again. I underscore am underscore brew. Hey, Bo. At B-A-D-W-E-R-K-S. Bad works. All right, brother. All right, guys. Peace Thank you very much. Oh, now you're doing it too early. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. <laughs> Better early than late. Peace, love, jujitsu, baby. <laughs> Take care. Take it easy, y'all. All right.